Devil's Dicks Card, a podcast for the esoteric and strange. to whisper you don't have to whisper can you hear me can i hear me i can't hear me you can't hear you maybe it's just fine i heard that no but i heard everything you hear me i can hear you you sound great oh thank you can i hear me can i hear okay i just need to get closer i think oh <laughs> yeah i'm like okay. pretty much making out with it yeah it's it's uh it's catching my germs it's fine <laughs> <laughs> so chris do you wanna do our uh welcome everybody yeah yeah well, welcome dirtlings <laughs> welcome back to the devil's dirt star i'm your host big spoon and i'm here with my co-host ellsworth and our first ever guest christopher byrne now chris no yeah (laughs) you came here with a pocket full of stones tell us about them well, I usually carry stones around with me for uh, energy purposes uh, to help enhance either my aura or what I'm dealing with. Uh, just like people wear colors that enhance whatever chakra that they have that is uh, being affected. Oh. So you carry the stones that will help to raise those vibrations that are low in frequency so that you, like I said, become centered and more in tuned. And so I carry particular stones. I always carry a protection stone. Uh, which either is any of the black stones, so obsidian, uh, onyx, uh, or uh, tourmaline. And then I carry a clear stone, which is uh, clear quartz for positivity, because the, 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 uh, the black stones are the ones for protection and get rid of negativity. Clear stone for uh, positivity. And then I'll usually carry a blue stone, which is for communication, because your throat chakra is blue. Oh. And uh, if it's a darker stone, it's like indigo or anything, then it ties in with your third eye chakra. So they help you with your clarity and your setting your or keeping your affirmations. Awesome. So keep those. And then uh, anytime you're dealing with like staying connected, then you want to maybe do a violet because your crown chakra is violet or purple. So amethyst is usually people will carry that. But also amethyst is good for getting rid of hangovers. <laughs> So then you're always prepared, just in case. <laughs> aside for when I eat those wine gummies you brought us. <laughs> yes, Chris got us wine gummies, and they're oh strong. God. They are amazing. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to try them. Me too. That's so awesome. That's very interesting. I never really thought about, like, carrying stones or crystals with me because of where they are tied with the body and with chakras, yeah. I, I kind of just did it due to its properties, you yeah. know? And, and that's what you more or less want to do. Anything that you know you're weak in, then that's what you want to enhance on. Uh, yeah. So that way it is, it's at its fullest or whatever to raise that vibration to where it needs to be. But um, I carry stones and I carry a lot of extra stones with me because I like to hand out stones. <laughs> I usually always find somebody that's going to need it. And then I'm like, wow, you need this stone because you're going to because I'm able to just 
intuitively read people's energy and their aura and it tells me whether what's their weakness or their strong point and so it seems to me my abilities has me hone in on people's <laughs> low points because <laughs> like i said if, there, if there's nothing wrong with them then why you need to say anything yeah. <laughs> that's Unless a good point <laughs> that is a good point <laughs> Oh my gosh. I guess that leads into another question that we had is, is, um, do you find that that can make life difficult sometimes? You know, you're just trying to go grocery shopping or something and, and the universe is kind of like, Hey, this person needs your attention. It can be, um, where you go, like I said, uh, it depends. That's why I tell people you need to be always cognizant of where, where, what you're doing at all times, what you, what you say, what you hear, what you do, how you are. Because that raises your vibration or lowers it. And so here it's about being cognizant about that. So when you go to somewhere, if it's negative, remember, nothing affects you unless you allow it or give it permission to. So it's your mindset and your perception that is going to set. And that's why I always tell people the two most powerful things is your intentions and your belief. And so if you believe something, then it's going to affect you because you're giving it permission and you're allowing it. And so... For instance, we'll use, for example, which everybody uses is Walmart. <laughs> Walmart can be a very negative place. <laughs> Let's say, for instance, you're going to Walmart on Black Friday. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. That is intense. Yeah. And so it's about, you know, do you want to subject yourself to that? But you see some people, if they're really after something, they will throw themselves at anything. And my experience in the military, I've seen that done on so many levels, you know, with the Coast Guard and we were just discussing about the fisheries yeah, and what these guys will go through to the extent to get this crab, even if there's a hurricane. Out oh my gosh. I, and it's crazy. So it's just like, you know, so you, it's about what you allow and, and allow yourself to be subjected to. And so with Walmart, it's like, I try to tell people that's a great place to test your energy and your, your focus, because if you're able to block that negativity, then you can block anywhere. <laughs> Because that's just like, that's intense in there. Cause, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you know, to me, I was like, like I, I mentioned earlier, you know, a friend of mine said, you need to work there and just be at the greeter at the door and just hold a bag of stones and just give each one to each person. Like, you need this and you need that. You need this. Cleanse the entire region because everyone's going to be in a better mood. And I, I usually do that. I mean, I, I usually approach somebody if I know they need it and I'll say, hey, you need this. Or I'll say, hey, you're. You're going through this and this and that. And I said, this will help you with that. And of course, they'll start crying or something. And I don't try not to do that. But then they're like, oh, my God, thank you. You know, wow. So for some time, for some people, just acknowledgement is is enough. Yeah. And so that when they're being acknowledged, then it's like it helps them understand their crisis and what they're going through so that they're able to deal with it. And and that's why I do what I do, because I, I at first I, I never ex- let it. Uh, other people know about it so yeah. my whole military career I used it to my advantage but I, I except for my workmates that I worked with but other than that I didn't expose it to anybody else yeah and then when I got out I was like now what do I do <laughs> wow and guidance said help others yeah <laughs> and so that's what I do now <laughs> that kind of that, that was one of my biggest questions for you do you feel compelled at any point in time to just go up to someone and do what you can to help. Yep. I do it all the time. Um, <laughs> well, back in my day when I used to go out a lot, I would do that when I'm out because I always find people go out sometimes for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So 
it, when I go out, I, I just run into them and I can just read their energy. And to me, being a d- double Libra, <laughs> it's like a, seeing a crooked picture. I got to go there and fix it because otherwise it's going to drive me nuts the whole time. Just being and bearing that energy that whole time is like, OK, let's fix this because I need to raise their vibration because I'm all about positive uh, energy. And so when I feel something's pulling down or pulling down on others, I always try to raise the vibration of people around me and seek others that will raise mine. But the key to it is never lowering your vibration to somebody else's. Always raise theirs. Yeah. And if they're not willing to raise theirs, then they say that's why they leave you. That's why I tell people, people come and go in your lives. It's because you're shifting energy and frequencies. Because like minds, like energy will attract like minds, like energy. And so when people that you thought hung around you before and are not hanging around you, it's because either you lowered your vibration or you raised your vibration above theirs. And so this is why I tell people, look at the 10 closest people to you and ask yourselves, are they positive or they're negative? Because law of attraction says what you put out there is what you get back. And so if they're more negative, then ask, is that what you're attracting? That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's definitely. I mean, that's um, one one of the reasons that we like decided this was the time to to get a guest on. Is you reached out to me a few weeks ago, and we're like, hey, just just checking in. I like kind of got the impression something was going on, and this is a time when my husband had just lost his job. Um, there were there were a lot of things going on all within a, the course of a few days. It's just like, like, <laughs> of course, you're it's, just like, it's wild. Yeah, and, well, I'll explain how that I come about because. Before, when I used to do my sessions of, of readings or counselings with people, I used to just do a reading. And then when they get back with me, that now I offer a follow up with my sessions because I like to know where they're going and what they're doing with it and what's changed. So yeah. I'll give them a session and then I'll say three weeks from now, I will get back with you and, and let's see what's happened and where the energy is going, because I'd like to know where they're going and what they're doing with it, if they're making changes or not. Because then it helps me understand, okay, am I helping them yeah. or not? And so it gives me that confirmation for myself. But in instance with you, which I do a lot of times, is when I'm in meditation, I will get messages or I will see glimpses of people or something. And so that I started responding to that saying, maybe I should check in with them. Something's <laughs> going on because why are they, why am I getting images of them? And so when I do reach out, it's always something is going on. And yeah. so I'm grateful that I get those uh, messages. And then I, I, like I said here, I follow up with them and then I check with them and then it's always something going on and they, they come to see me or we just talk at that point about what it is that affects them so that they can raise their vibration because worries, doubts, concerns, problems, issues, fears are all low vibrations. And so that's what I pick up on it. So when I, when you're stuck in a state of, of, of mind in that sense, then I want to do whatever it is to bring you out of it or at least realize what is causing that. Yeah. So. Wow. <laughs> 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 That's incredible. Also, I love that your style is not a one and done, especially for those you think need it the no. most. And see, yeah. And that's why, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, your why are your sessions like 90 minutes? And I'm like, because I don't really believe in the like 15, 20 minute readings, because what are you going to get out of that? You're going to get one thing specific, but I want you to understand how is it affecting you overall? So I give the overall reading, make you understand and see fully in all aspects of your life what it's going to do. Yeah. Because like I said, it's like throwing, you know, the pebble in the, in the pond. That ripple is going to expand and it's going to hit everything wow. before it comes back. And so it's about what is it hitting in your life that's affecting and changing? Yeah. And is it positive or is it, like I said here, a low vibration? 
I try to not use the term negative because just the word negative is negative. So I say low vibration. (laughs) I like that reframing. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally, as I've, I think I said to you um, that having a session with you is, is like spicy therapy because it's not just, (laughs) you know, you help me recognize things, but you also kind of help me work through them. And it's kind of, I mean, and I, I sent my mom to you and she was skeptical at first. She, she believes in this stuff. She just tends to be skeptical of other people. But she, she came out after your session in tears. And I was like, yeah, he's legit, isn't she? She was like, yeah. I try not to make them cry. But most of the time, it's if a family member comes through. And it's because your family members on the other side are still connected to you. And so they observe you. But on the other side, it's like an open book. There's nothing can be hidden. So even all the things you thought you can hide over to them, it becomes visible. And so they, cause they, now they fully understand you, why you, the way you are, why you go through the things. And so they have that message made because they've also seen you in life and how you are. And now they're seeing you in spirit. So they want to come in and give that guidance that's needed or necessary. Because sometimes if you're not like seeing it for yourself, maybe having them come through will, will, make you believe or see what's going on. And so that's where I'm grateful that they do. Cause they always come in at the right time. Oh yeah. And some of them can be, I mean, I was like, wow, some of them can be comedians on the other side <laughs> really? or, or be really harsh. <laughs> so just like in life. Yes, exactly. Like nothing's changed. Well, a lot of it is like their personality. They take that with them. So, yeah. so do you, this way, you know, it's them. And so that's why I was like, it makes it easier, but, but they know you too. And so they will approach you the way they know it's best to approach you as well. It's really comforting in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah. I like that. It's kind of, yeah, it, it, there is something nice about knowing that um, gone from here is not gone necessarily. That's, there's definitely a lot of comfort in yeah. that. It's, I just tell people, it's just, you know, one step into another step into another step. It's like, you know, they, they, within, they talk about there's 33 steps. 33 steps to 33 steps within the steps. And so it's just like, it's a continuous thing. It's just like the universe. It's never ending. Yeah. It's just continuous. And so that's how we are. We're just continuous. We're just coming in different forms at different times. And so, like I said, once we're on the other side and we're spirit or energy, there's no gender. So that's that's why I, you know, when I talk about past life or dealing with past life aggressions or sessions, I talk about, you know, you could be a different person you can even be a different form yeah so you can be an animal at one point you know so that's why i said why our pets become so close to us because they're probably somebody that you dealt with in a past life or something and they're there to protect you or comfort you and that's why they know you so well and they cling to you that is gonna make me cry just right after (laughs) (laughs) that's so sweet and not something i knew no yeah yeah, I, I totally see that, though. I mean, especially with like my, my that's dog. why, like, if you see how like the Tibetan monks, when they go build something, they clear out all the ground and the thing. If there's earthworms, they remove all the living things there, even to the smallest, because they said, how do you know that's not somebody that has uh, recreate or re- reincarnated? Yeah. And is, is that worm? Wow. So I, you know, it's like every, it makes you realize every little thing, you know, that spider you kill or that fly you catch, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Has he the house mouse, RIP. (laughs) That's why to me, I'm I'm like, I'm very sad. Like it's like just going down the road and you see so many road kills. It's like, it's not their fault because we put that in their path. Yeah. 
because they were here first before us. Yeah. <laughs> Humans are sort of an invasive species. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll we'll hop back kind of into the questions. Yeah, you guys, um, our minds are going, I can read I your energy. I'm just like, the like wheels are spinning. I have so many questions and I don't know where to start. I know, that's what I'm like. Okay. Awesome. I'm trying not to overwhelm you with this. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, we'll do an easy one. Do you have a favorite movie? Do I have? Actually, I um, I thought about that because I, I talked about that with my partner uh, last night. And I was like asking him what was his favorite one. But he's a Wonder Woman junkie. Oh. So I'm just like, I knew that where that was going to go. But, you know, to me, because I'm very sentimental, but I'm also, like I said, very emotional. And so I like movies that give a lesson or teach yeah. something in the end. I think, I, I don't know if anybody's made the, the shack. I've been told to read the shack. Yep. Read highly. it and then see the movie. Okay. Read the yeah. book, then see the movie. Yes. I'm making a note in our notes, in our show notes. But definitely. It's yeah. It, it will hit you hard. Really? On every level. And yeah. So, so watch it when we're in a, a mind space. To <laughs> or gummies. <laughs> wine gummies yeah that's fair that's that's, i don't have to look that up i've never heard of it i can literally picture the book cover it's like nighttime winter scene and a shack like off in the distance um but again used to work at a bookstore so that's fair i've held it in my hands many times (laughs) never cracked it open though i'm gonna have to do that yeah you do that we do um movie nights on sundays we have one of our friends mother come over and she we make a dinner and then we watch a movie and we always throw two movies but we always try to do something that raises your vibration or gives a teaches a lesson yeah and i we do the same when we do our spiritual retreats because we we go away on the the equinoxes and the solstices to a certain retreat and our group gets together and we always do watch documentaries and stuff to raise vibration and awareness. I like that. We need yeah. some dirt star like, retreats <laughs> to do some. Actually, better. I think that yeah. would be good for us and the pod. <laughs> I agree. That's what, I guess that's what Salem's going to be. kind of. Yeah, we use it. We go to uh, Tavistock Lodge over in Elizabethtown. And so it's like a eight bedroom lodge. Oh, yes. 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 1901. <gasps> I'll show you pictures. You guys, uh, I might invite you guys. Really? You guys would love it. Hold on, though. I'm already sold. (laughs) How do you go into a house that is that old and handle it? Or is it not a problem? This one is, I was very amazed that it didn't have any residual energy or anything. It actually was a very welcoming and calm setting. And I loved it. And that's why it it was perfect for spiritual retreat. Yeah. That's cool. But I've done many clearings because I do clearings and I do exercise or exorcisms, whether with people or homes. So, um, yeah, it, 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 I go in there to, to determine three things, whether it's spirit, it's residual or it's the people themselves in the home. Wow. That's interesting. That just brought up a lot more questions. Yes. I don't, we're going to have to do a different episode on that because that's fascinating to me. That's um, very because I think generally when people think of exorcisms, they think. You know, it's a demon inhibiting something, not that there's a lot more that can be involved yep. behind the scenes of, you know, what's causing the problem. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's my whole thing and my obsession with poltergeists. It's actually the people residing in the home that are manifesting that energy. Usually when it's poltergeist energy or especially when it comes to physical things happening, it's 
I always first ask, is there children? Because it's usually oh. teenagers because and, and the strongest is women, because especially if they're going coming into their womanhood, they're dealing with a lot. Their their bodies changing, their energy and their their emotions are all over the place. And so they're trying to deal and internalize it. And it's just building up like a tea kettle. And so it's ready to scream. And so it puts out all this energy because coming into your womanhood is a very powerful uh, trans- transformation. It's just like having a baby. That's a powerful yeah. transformation. And so it, it it's stirring up energy and it builds up and it ends up projecting out because they don't know how to control it. <laughs> That's why that's absolutely crazy. I know you're looking because like every exorcism or anything that you look into is always teenage kids in the house. That's like a guaranteed. Yeah. Like even the exorcist, she was breaking. She was teenagers. She was coming into her womanhood. Yeah. If you watch all the other exorcist movies, they're all these teenager kids. It was a young boy. It was a young girl. Yeah. They're all into that because that's true. Vulnerable at that point, and they're they're like I said here, their energy is still pure. Yeah. I have so many questions. (laughs) (laughs) I also feel like you explained some of my teenage years. Yeah, actually, (laughs) Riley had a home with some. Why do you think like men will stay away from women when they're on TMS? Because they're like the demon comes out of them. Energy is there. That is entirely fair. Uh, (laughs) I know how I am anyway. But you'd be surprising. Men go through the same thing, you know. Especially for men, it's usually when they're older, when they're going through their midlife crisis, that's intense for them. Wow. Yeah. So that's where there is. Whereas women is younger, men is a little when they're older. So we get it over with. Mm. And then menopause. (laughs) And it restarts. (laughs) Oh, well, okay. (laughs) Another get to know you kind of question. What's your favorite indulgence or just something lately? Like. I am an avid podcast listener, obviously. Yep. And also, um, I am obsessed with ice cream at the moment. It is my number one favorite meal. <laughs> I'm always obsessed with ice cream. That's fair. I think uh, <laughs> karaoke is mine. <gasps> what? Yes, I love to sing. And I didn't learn really. Well, I mean, I used to sing just to myself, but I didn't really come out to sing one until I moved here. And I met like the theater group. And, yeah. Yeah. All of Ridley's. And they're like, go out there. You try it. And I did. And I was like, oh. And it, it was like a release for me. Yeah. And so I, I go as much as I can. And I, I love it because it's my way of expressing. Yeah. But getting out what I need to release and let go. I love it. Do you have a favorite, like a go-to karaoke song? Yeah. Oh, um, well, my, my favorite that, or go-to that I always start off with was, uh, uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight by oh, uh, John. Yeah. That was, I dedicated it to my mom when she passed. So it was just to me, she loved that. So I always sing that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's such a good, a good indulgence. It's very wholesome. And I like, I've never done karaoke because it, it seems very intimidating. Same. Um, but that, that, that also kind of makes it even more impressive because it's, it is something that can be a little intimidating at first. I find it, it's great if, like I said, you need to get over your fear. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or like if you need to be like up in front of people and break that. So I, it's a good way of doing that. Just going up there. And usually I say, if you're, don't start off just by yourself. You went, go up with a group, you know, do a group song. Yeah. And as you get comfortable, you just, and that's what I did. I was like, I'm going to back here. (laughs) (laughs) 
now I'm up there on the mic and they're like, <laughs> Chris, get off the mic. You have to tear you away. That is so fun. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Sometimes it could be comical too, you know. It's just like, especially after a couple of drinks. <laughs> but if you're, oh, everybody sounds the same. <laughs> I guess as long as your crew is pretty cool. Oh yeah, that you bring with you. Yeah, that's fun. That's I fun. love that. And we have to try karaoke in Salem because no one there will know us. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the bit bar does it at any point in time. There's a bar in Salem that is like old school arcade themed. They have oh, Tetris shaped really? tater tots <laughs> and lots of gluten free options. And it just it's a huge arcade. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It is delicious. I've never been to Salem. We've been planning to go to Salem. My partner's been there before, but we know he won't, he wants to get married there. So that's why I was like, oh. but I was like, that's probably the craziest time. And it would just and I was like, and I mean, I love crowds, but I'm just all about, you know what? That's. That'd be too If much you go in going. October, yeah. we yeah. made a mistake last year of going in October. It was, it was not a mistake. It was a great experience. You yes. got to go at least once in October, but you're going to be waiting at least three hours to get food yep. anywhere. And that for like me and my husband, we need regular meals. So that was a problem because we had to plan everything around. Okay, where are we putting our names in next? <laughs> and we were planning like going the end of August or September and just before the rush yeah. and just check it out so that it's like, oh, you can just get through it, see everything. and then plan accordingly and come back on a busy time because then at least it's like yeah been there at least now i don't have to wait three hours to go look at it yeah, <laughs> what are you exactly. doing in two weekends <laughs> oh really we're, we're, is it that soon I think so it's maybe three weekends we're going the weekend of the 18th um and it's becoming of an August. annual thing for us so if you know, oh. next year you plan on going let us know we can get a bigger a bigger airbnb or something but that's yeah yeah, that's um, what we were thinking about. Yeah, everyone involved, but I think everyone would be fine with it. But. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, because I'd like to go there and just see what I pick up on the energy because that's what everybody's like. Oh, have you gone there? I said, no. And they're like, why not? <laughs> I'd be very interested to hear. So um, my husband is related to Rebecca Nurse, one of the witches they killed. And I'm related to the family that did the killing. <laughs> Um, which we found out and it's like a direct oh, descendancy so there's a lot of love there yeah, so we, <laughs> we were like are we gonna get struck by lightning but no, it was all good it was it went fine it was a great adventure but yeah. um yeah it was also just, you two are together yeah and we're fine you beat the odds we beat the odds so far <laughs> nothing bad has happened so that's interesting but that's that's cool that's I mean, my, it, 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 you guys are probably bringing a healing solution to the history of it oh i like that yeah 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 now I mean, I'm the witch in the family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like my part. My partner's Wiccan, so I was like, he's always witch. And I said, well, sometimes you could be the B word too. <laughs> <laughs> I can take both titles. It's fair. <laughs> I got to get one of those signs that says witch. And then the W just kind of turns this way. And then it becomes a B. And I'm like, oh, look, you can change it. Say, yeah. So when he comes down, I'm like, oh, this is what you are today. <laughs> I'm going to start asking people that just randomly. They won't know what's going on <laughs> unless they've heard this episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. So I guess kind of tying into Salem, um, if you could travel to any time and place in history, when and where would you go? Egypt. Oh, yes. <gasps> I think we're all in the same boat there. Yes. Let's go together. Yes. I actually am very fascinated of the time period of Hatshepsut. So when I did a past life regression, I was always told I was either a high priestess, a priest, a nun, uh, which uh, uh, 
a white witch. Yeah. So it was all these things that were empowering to help other people in some form, a way, in a metaphysical way. So I was just like, and I was her, uh, her high priest. And it was interesting when I watched a documentary one time and it showed the places she built. And one of the places when they showed it as it is, I was like, "Ah, that is so familiar. That looks, I like, I know that place. And then they showed an artist's rendition of what it looked like back then with all the plants and everything. And I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what I saw. I have chills but hearing when that. They, when, I, when they give a, like, they, you know, some of the places now has that virtual tour. Yeah. It was like, I knew where to go and through the whole thing. And it was just crazy. I, and I, then I, I then I, the, the first thing I was to me was like, there's graffiti in there. And, and my friend's like, well, there's, there's, well, there's hieroglyphics everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, no, there's, I said, no, the people that built it made fun of her because she was dating her architect in history of that. And so there was this one documentary that came up and it showed they, they were moving a block and there was a graffiti showing her being yeah. by her, by her architect and they were making fun of it. And it was graffiti behind. Oh the block. my God. And I was just like, that's, a, I knew that. All right. Time to go. Time travel. <laughs> like, that's awesome. I know. So that's one of my biggest things is I've been everywhere except Europe and the, there in the Middle East, because when I was there during the Gulf War, it was not a time to no, visit. No, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that's it's Egypt is high on my list of places I want to yep. go, but also high on the risk list. So it's kind of, um, yeah. But that's that's very cool. I think I think probably would be the same for for both of us too. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Because we both love Egyptian. Like it's just so oh, cool. I'm, yeah, I am so into it. I statues and everything. I just everything with it. Pyramids. Even crystal pyramids. I've been obsessed with Egyptian mythology and learning hieroglyphics since I was probably in second grade. My great grandmother, she was a Buddhist and her house full of crystals. And she actually used to have a lot of ritualistic ceremonies growing up. And um, when I was a kid and also when my mom was a kid with her siblings and like they would come home after school and the house would be full of people. And incense and all kinds of things going on. But uh, she told me she thinks I was like a seamstress or something. I have no idea. But in ancient Egypt, and I do, I have a, I have an Egyptian half sleeve. Okay, with the ankh on it. Yes, and a scarab, a scarab. and a lotus on top. Um, it's it, nice how it's put together. That's thank nice. you. I, I'm an artist, so I love drawing, and do. I do calligraphy. So the, that was another thing that they were. What was my past life is I was this monk that was put in prison and I just all I did that whole time I was in prison was wrote scripture. Wow. And that's why I was like in this lifetime, I love calligraphy. It came naturally. I learned it when sixth grade and then I just went with it. Now I'm like one of one of the um, freelance calligraphists. That's so cool. That is cool. So I was just like Jack of all trades. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> that conversation. I think it's, the, yeah, it's like a lot of people were saying, you know, that's why I like writing. I, I love writing. <gasps> Your handwriting oh is beautiful. So that's why I was like, to me, Whatever. I'm... ever. <laughs> oh my God. We're just going to get deeper and deeper and find out that you're, like, just, you're talented at so many things. And you well, that's what I was saying. Everybody's so like, you're like a jack of all trades, a yeah. master of nothing. I said, I know. I was like, everything I start, I finished it and then I leave it. Yeah, I feel like once you master it, you're like, on to the yeah, next. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's like I'm... 
I feel like I have to go and experience everything. Absolutely. In order to, in order to understand everybody and everything, you need to be in everything. And yeah. Like I said, it's the same with law of attraction. If you want something, you got to be it. And so I tell people, you got to be it, see it, want it, believe in it. And so I do that with everything I do. And then once I complete it, I'm like, okay, next. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah, if it's given me everything I need, I'm like, okay, then why do I need to keep doing this? Yeah, that's <laughs> Sounds amazing. familiar, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get, I don't get that good at it though. I just, I just test the waters and, and move on after my hyperfixation. Ends. Well, that's just like you when I, when I saw you the first time and when we did the readings and I saw all your pictures and I was like, did you notice you have an eye and everything and it's your third eye? Your all-knowing, seeing eye of what you should be doing. You do eyes and hands. Those are the two things that I always draw. That's that's your that's your thing because your hands indicates that you're probably a healer. So massage therapy, Reiki, or something to do with that, you need to be involved. You need to be have hands on on things. (laughs) Another absolutely wild thing is when when he did that reading. I was on Halloween and I had literally that day googled how to learn Reiki. And then he comes in, sits down, looks at my walls, like, have you ever thought about doing Reiki? I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Read you like a book. Yeah, it's oh, absolutely wow. wild. I was telling her, I said, you're painting your answers already. It's like, you're just not looking at your third eye. You're not seeing what it is that you are truly being drawn to. You are like literally one of the most interesting people I've ever <laughs> had in my home or my life. Wow. <laughs> that is way cool. It's, it's absolutely absolutely wild yeah I, i'm skeptical but not a skeptic um and i've had i had several people tell me to see you and i was like okay like whatever we'll see but uh i'm sold uh, just completely as soon as you told me that chris reached out to you yeah and you needed him to yeah, in that just, moment basically i was like, just having the worst two days and he was like i just have a feeling that i needed to check in on you <laughs> like, oh my god yeah i went and told my husband i went and found him i don't remember where he was he was in the house but yeah <laughs> i i proof yeah i texted you know? john he was like he was like i haven't told anyone i lost my job at you and i was like no and he was like oh my god he's so legit <laughs> <laughs> not that i need proof no it's, but like it it solidifies because there's always like when does. you live in this world there's always a little quite nagging question of like what if but i don't with with in regards to you that question does not like it's it is answered like yeah you, it is if you're making guesses they're very very lucky guesses <laughs> at this point <laughs> Very lucky. Yeah, I would have had some very crazy good guesses. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very very impressive. Oh, thank you. Definitely you. have a good read on things. Well, I, I thank guidance for that. So, like I said, it's not my gift; it's the gift that's been given to me to use. And like I tell people, you know, it can be taken away as quickly as it's been given. We're all gifted with it, but like I said, some people are more in tune to certain aspects of it. So, like mine is feeling clairsentient. So I feel. A lot of things and that's what i pick up with people because i'm a very uh uh sentimental person i'm very emotional but i'm a very strong empath and i that's what draws me i draw i i'm against low vibrations so <laughs> that's what i'm i'm directed to yeah to help raise that vibration so you kind of hone in on it yes <laughs> well actually it, it, it's like a tractor beam <laughs> And it's so powerful, I can't break it. It's like, it's like that picture got to go there and fix it. It actually kind of answers one of the questions that uh, that Riley wrote. Are there certain energies you gravitate towards and can it be overwhelming at times? <laughs> yes, I, 
it's sometimes that's why I said sometimes I'm I'm directed or brought to places and sometimes to me it's like oh God, I know it's going to be something because the universe is always testing me so I'm like I know it's going to be something low vibration or something that I need to raise yeah and this is where I tell people if you're in the field or in the work of service to others make sure you're able to do that service. So always make sure you're in that place and that state of mind and that centering before you do it. So if I know that I'm not ready to do it, I don't bring myself to there because then I know I'm not, Good. it's just going to drive me crazy because yeah. I'm not able to do something because I'm not in that that mindset. That makes sense. Yeah. I think that's, you know, you, you got to take care of yourself before you take care of others, um, especially in doing what you do. It's, it's, but also I take in consideration what's going on with the, 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 the stars, you know, where are the planets and what's going on is, are we in a full moon and a new moon? Cause remember the moon is affects your emotions. So wherever your moon in your chart is, what house and what sign it's in is going to be what you're going to deal with your emotions all the time. So anytime there's a full moon or new moon, it's going to trigger that. But the key thing with full moons and new moons, because it intensifies whatever state of mind or emotional state you're in, you want to make sure you're around positive people and positive influences, because if you're not, it's going to intensify what you're going through. And so if mm. you're in a low state of energy or you're angry or mad, you're going to be even more angry. And so it's about being there. That's why, hence the term lunatic. <laughs> Why on full moons and new moons, the police and the and the, the hospitals are the busiest because yeah. people are going to the wrong places or doing their, you know, most of the time it's, I will not go to a bar on a full moon or a new moon because it's going to intensify with that. And if people are there for the wrong reasons, you're going to see that. Oh, yeah. wow. There's definitely something to that. Oh, that's so my mom used to keep a journal when I was a kid and. My dad was going through it once, like with, not out of permission, just looking through. I think he was looking for something. But he saw on every full moon, there was a frowny face. And my mom put a frowny face on days my dad was in a particularly bad mood. And so he's like, why is there a frowny face on every full moon? And my mom hadn't realized until that point that it was on every full moon. So yep. the joke in my household is that my dad's a werewolf. Well, no. <laughs> well, it is. And that's why the story of the werewolf comes with the full moon, because it transforms. It brings the beast out of you. And so this is where I tell people, you know. Full moons and new moons. Full moons is you're releasing and letting go. So you are bringing that out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's making you realize what you need to let go or overcome. New moons is manifesting and making things happen. So this is where you want to in, 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 enhance on something to, in order to manifest it. But we always have a full moon and a new moon every month. And so that's a cycle for you in that month to release and let go and manifest and make. So you're, there's constant cycles of what needs to happen. To help you move along. Yeah. You have four seasons. Each season affects nature. So you're part of nature. So each season you shift too. Your energy shifts. And so each season. Spring is birth. Renewal. So that's our new beginnings. At this. So this is when you should be creating and making things happen. <laughs> <laughs> Summer is, is all about being in the sun. Growing and shining your brightest. Being your most. So this should be where you're happiest. Fall is a time of releasing, letting go. That's why the trees let go of the leaves and everything. And winter is a time of hibernation or isolation or introspection, a time to go within and look at your whole year and say, what did I learn and things so that when spring comes, you know what you need to work on. I'm taking so See many See what notes. I mean by spicy therapy? <laughs> <laughs> therapy. Yeah. It's, um, 
Yeah, we need everyone to know about you. And that's why a lot of people, when they ask me, well, how often should I get a reading or come see you? And I said, think of it this way. There's four seasons and each season shifts energy. So probably at once a quarter. Yeah. Every season smart. You should come in there because then you know, where, where, understand where the energy is going, how it's going to affect you and what you can work on and use that to, to, to utilize to your benefit. Because I always tell people, use your resources and your tools to the utmost. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Because in tarot, the magician teaches you, you have all the tools and resources to be, to make and become whatever you want, as long as you see it and believe it. Oh, that, <laughs> that kind of brings up one of our uh, questions. Um, do you have a particular method that you like to use for readings? I used to not use anything except just going up to people and telling. And then <laughs> when I, when I started doing readings, which was back in 2000. 13 is when I actually started sitting down and I started at the coffee cat. Oh, and so I went there and I did cause my guide said, just help people with, with what they need. And I'm like, well, how do I help them? And they're like, just go there and present yourself and it will come to you. And it did. And so first I was just sitting down and doing, and then um, my partner got into tarot. And so he was really good at it. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll use that to help me. And so I got into tarot and I started using that and it really worked and it helped me. So, you know, I always say any type of form of divination can help. I mean, I could read palm. I do palmistry. Um, I do tarot. And then, like I said, I just read auras and energy. And so then when I put it all together, it gives me this picture Yeah, and it, it gives me an overall picture of what's going on and how it's being affected. And so I, I started using that to help me. And I still use tarot now. But now that I'm starting to get more focused into mediumship, and I'm an intuitive medium, so I don't see spirit, I hear spirit, and I can feel spirit. So I pick up on their oh. emotions more. So that's why when I do readings and, and a family member comes through, I will explain what they are, how they're emotionally being affected by seeing what you're going through. Because when you understand how they are and their feelings, it makes you, it gives you that confirmation. That, yes, that's how they are. That's how they, they would, they would respond or react. And so it gives you that, that clarity to understand and see what it is that they're, that who it is coming through and why they're coming through because how they are and their personality and the way they, their like I said here, their emotions or their gestures are. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I'm trying to steer away from anything, but to me, I think I use the tarot because it gives a visual for the client to see something that I'm talking about. Because for a lot of people, visualization is is very strong. Yeah. To to be able to understand and see it and and know what I'm talking about, and so I'm very particular about the tarot that I use because I I make sure the pictures kind of help tell the story too. Yeah. And so my favorite is the Illuminati, which I use, and that is a very nice detailed thing and i brought my cards too because i want to do readings for you guys <laughs> I'm slightly mortified <laughs> well i figure we're in the moon energy might as well see what how what's this moon's gonna do for you guys. yeah <laughs> that'll be that'll be pretty exciting it's been a crazy summer <laughs> yeah it's been pretty wild <laughs> and the gummies are there to help calm, yes. bring the calmness down <laughs> I was trying to stay on the wagon until Salem, but who knows with those gummies in the house. So, <laughs> Oh, um, something you sort of touched on earlier. Um, what is your divine power or messenger? Who, who guides you? 
So um, because I grew up Catholic, I'm more familiar with angels, the saints and all that. But um, my 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 I still am a Jesus follower. So I, I, I still refrain for that. But like I said here, tapping in to the Akashic records and everything, you start to see the patterns of history and everything and how everybody plays in and all the storylines are all the same. That it's like, OK, there is there there is a higher power Thursday and I'm like to me it's like now it's coming to a point where these truths are coming to the surface because I, I honestly believe that not everything is being revealed to us and so all the truths are coming to the surface so I, I think I've gone to where the belief system that, that there's a higher power and I call on guides angels and anything that comes through to be able to help with that and they do um, to me it's like I, I'm I'm not about labeling yeah. So I'm trying to refrain from that. So I just say, you know, the higher entities come through. Yeah. And oh, so, I like that. Yeah. Because then, you know, to some people, it's an angel. Some people, it, you know, it's a family member. I, I just think to me, it's a higher power. It's a higher energy. And so it's it's there to help raise our vibration. And I said, and we can do that with that. You know, in some belief systems and things, they did that we are all God. Because if, like they say, God made us in his image, well, then then we must be gods too. Yeah. But we also have all his gifts and everything. It's just we need to tap into it. And so I, I tell people, you know, you are what you believe you are. Yeah. And so that's how powerful you are. And so I said, to tell people, you know, either you, like I said, you're your worst critic, your worst <laughs> enemy, <laughs> which we all are at yeah. all times. But it's about, like I said, these are the things that I think we're brought here to learn. I think Earth is like to us is school. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And so it brings it's the place that will give you all the challenges you need to realize what you need to overcome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like that. And so like so like when I deal with numerology and I break down people's numbers to find out what their life path number is, it kind of gives me a glimpse, an idea of how many lives they've lived or how many times they've been reincarnated, because it's about how many times you need to in order to become uh, ascended or ascend up and become your higher self. And so based on your birthday, it can, just, it can kind of give you a breakdown of that. Your life path number is, tells you your soul number. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm very curious about that. I feel like I've been here a very long time. But <laughs> <laughs> actually, you guys are, because knowing you and done your, doing your readings before, you guys are old souls. And so that means you've lived many lives. And so, like I said here, it's about reaching and coming. Because each time you come down... You choose your parents, but you also choose the lessons you want to overcome. Mm. So what you're struggling with is the things you need to learn. Because you, <laughs> you, you, yep, you asked for it. It's, it's what you asked for to overcome, to deal with, so that you learn what you need to. Because I tell people, if you never made a mistake, you would never learn. Yeah. And so I said, stop. Don't look at it as a mistake. Look at it as a lesson, because then it won't be so much thing. Because everything that ever happens to us is right here. It's here. It's a reminder. Yeah. But it's not here for you to dwell or hold on to it. And that's why we need to cut and let go because it's, it's always going to be here. It never goes away. So that the next time it comes at you or the universe throws at you, you're like, nope, been there, done that. But when you dwell and hold on to it, that's like you telling the universe, hey, I like that. Send me more of it. Oh. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that cord. I gotta reframe my brain, yeah. purge it. Oh, I'm the kind of person that will like stay up in the middle of the 
of the night because I, you know, think about something from 10 years ago. Same. Exactly. And that's, yep. and that's why I tell people you're, we're, we have to be more in the present. But now when you're going to bed, that's a lot of people I find are that they have anxiety and they're not sleeping because it takes them an hour or two to just come down. Yeah. Because they're either caught up in the past or they're too worried about the future. They're never in the now. And so be in the now. I say a good way to practice this is just go take a walk in nature. But you know what? When you're taking a walk, don't think about anything. Mm-hmm. Observe everything. Be cognizant to everything. That flower, the thing. It's like they think of it like the instructor taking a driving course. And the instructor is going to tell you, tell me everything you see. So because he wants to make sure, are you seeing everything? So you need to tell him everything. Oh, I see a lady over there walking. I see, oh, there's a dog over there in the grass. Oh, that car is turning. Being observant of your now so that you are in tuned and aware. It opens your awareness. I say, do the same thing now when you go walk in nature. When you need to go and release and let go and bring yourself back to center, just go there and observe the moment. Go there, see the flowers, smell the flower. Walk, observe every little thing that's going on because then it brings you into the now and everything else will start to reveal to you automatically. I tell people, your life is like a video game. And so it's a simulation to go there. And it, they give you little hints to show you how to win the game, like in a regular video game. They'll light up something real quick. But if you don't catch it, you miss it. You don't you don't learn. Yeah. So the more your awareness and you see everything, you're in tune to it. Then you know the little, what you call synchronicities. Because remember, mm. there's no coincidences. Everything is synchronistic. And the more you're in tune, you see the synchronicities. And that's why it's important to raise your vibration. Because spirit is a high vibration. And if you want to connect with them, you need to be in a high vibration. When you're in a low vibration, you're disconnected. You're yeah. not feeling that. That's where intuition comes in. Because guidance always comes from the heart and gut, not the mind. The mind is ego. And so... I always tell people, I'm not saying stop thinking, but say, okay, I know what I think. Put that aside. Put your hand on your heart and say, now what do I feel? And then put your hand on your gut and say, now what does my instinct tell me? 85% of the time, you're going to go with your heart and gut, not with your mind. Because one thing is your mind is going to throw you the what ifs. What if this? What if that? What if that? That's how you'll know the difference between your ego and guidance. Guidance is always one directive. It's either do it or don't do it. And it's going to tell you whether it's, it feels good or feels wrong. And that's what's going to guide you. Whereas ego is going to say this, 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 <laughs> this, this, this. That's, that's when you know you're overthinking. All right, stop thinking, go for a walk, take some deep breaths, get in tune, and then ask the question again. Trust me, you're going to get one answer. And if it feels right, it's saying go for it. If it feels wrong, it's saying proceed with caution. Wow. I'm going to start paying a lot more attention. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I definitely like, well, I have found that when I go outside and I walk the dog and I don't have my hair, because usually I'll listen to a podcast or something. And if I don't do that and just kind of like let myself ground with what's going on around me, I, I always feel a lot better. Yeah. That's awesome. No, that's true. Maybe I need to start doing things less with noise. I find myself needing some, it's almost like having a noise machine when you go to sleep. Yeah. In a way, I need something to So quiet. you know what I would recommend? Don't get a noise machine. Play binaural beats. Oh, yes. I have a good friend that's into that. So you play binaural beats to the frequencies of, if say, like if you have a chakra that's down, look up whatever the chakra frequency is and then play that through a binaural beat. You'll just Google music with a binaural beat for this frequency and you will give you options and you play that and that will help you enhance or, or relieve that 
that that chakra. I've seen them like all over YouTube. Yeah. And that's why I say it, your chakras ties into the region of the organs in that area. So if your chakra is off, it affects those organs and vice versa. If your organs are wrong, then it affects that chakra. So this is how you know what frequency to focus on to help with those organs or what ailments you're dealing with. Because a lot of times our ailments is what we create ourselves. Interesting. Stress and worries and all that. It, 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 that's what it brings about. And yeah. so, so a lot of times, like I said, a lot of right now is just like I said, the immune system. Well, that's because you are forcing and making it happen. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. That's why. Yeah. It makes me wonder about my eye twitch that just recently went away because I'm trying to work on myself. <laughs> but see, that could be what they call like a tick. That could be your guides trying to talk to you, message you. What? Yep. By that, by doing that. Yeah. Like I get, like I'll get energy running through me or my hair is well snapped. There's always a different way of feeling when, when guidance or spirit comes through. For me, they, they, it's just like a rush of energy runs through. Oh. And so that tells me that when they're present and usually when I'm doing a reading, we hit a keynote that's going on with you. They will step in and say, oh, yep. And oh, we need to, you <laughs> need to focus on that. And, I'm, and I'll say, oh, your, your family member just said, yeah, that's something that's really you're dealing with. Yeah. Wow. You know, so it's interesting. Now I'm, I'm just trying to work through this. <laughs> but <laughs> when it was happening, I felt like it was because I was in a stressful situation or thinking about something stressful. But hearing you talk about this, I'm realizing that it was before I spoke, it was when I was about to speak. So then I'd have to stop. I'd like put my head, <laughs> you know, my head in my hand and just kind of like take a moment. And then I would actually say something um, different than what I was about to say. I would say it in a much more kind and understanding kind of way. Yep. And that's where you're using, like I said, you're, you're all knowing and all thing. That's where clear cognizance comes in. And that's about knowing. And that's where guidance is sending you and making you realize and understand that. Because the more you, because I always tell people, you, you always come here with one or the other, all knowing or all understanding. And it's about bringing, having both of them, knowing and understanding. Because either you know why you're here and what you're doing, but you don't understand why, or you understand why you're doing it and you don't know why. <laughs> And it's about finding the other half of that that yeah. makes you whole. And so this is, like I said, your shadow side. It's about doing it. Your shadow side, is, I always tell people, your weaknesses is part of your shadow side, but it's still part of you. You have to accept it. Your weaknesses is, 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 is there, but it means you, it's about keeping it in control and not letting it control you. And so once you realize all your weaknesses, you can put them at, uh, put them at ease or put them at, at bay yeah. so that it doesn't affect you. Because then when you're not, just like I said, even speaking, what you say is very key and important because once you say, I can't, I, I don't, well, then you're already, you're, you're negating law of attraction. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's about here changing your perspective and the way you are putting things out because what you think, what you say, what you do and how you are is all still being put out there. Think of it this way. Everything that's ever been, uh, Invented began with a thought. So that's how powerful your thoughts are. So even when you think something negative, you're already putting it out there. When you are thinking something bad against somebody, that's also fair because you never know. Because the average person uses about 6% of their brain. A genius uses 8%. So imagine at one point you're able to use 100% of your brain 
or your energy and your and your connectiveness and you wish something and make that happen. Oh, <laughs> it's like the lucky girl syndrome that, yes. that, you know, you just, oh, I'm so lucky. This happened because I'm lucky and just like the silver lining of everything and just kind of bless yourself into more positive. Exactly. And that's what and the more you start to work with it, the more you understand it. And you, like I said here, you raise that vibration. And you start to learn to become more in control. And, and that's what it's about is being in tuned into it. But like I said here, have the understanding or the knowing, but trying to meet both. And so you, you have the full concept of it. Because once you reach that, it just, it's, it's, everything is just so obvious. Wow. This is making me feel better. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm highly freaked out, but in the best way yeah. possible. Like all the dots are connecting. Yes, all the dots are connecting. Give me two seconds. I'm gonna turn that air conditioner off. I don't know about you guys. I'm freezing. I forgot I had it on. Oh. <laughs> How are you? Are you comfortable? I'm comfortable. Okay. I My love toes. the end. The energy is perfect. Good. Oh yay! <laughs> I was honestly terrified to go up here and be like, oh no, I. It's almost. <laughs> The energy is almost going like a triquetra. Oh, that's awesome. It just keeps going. Yeah. So that's awesome. Very good. I was so excited for you to come here today, but I couldn't really pinpoint why. I didn't know if it was because you're our first guest, because I haven't seen you in such a long time. I don't know. I just feel like you're giving us really good vibes and maybe I could almost kind of sense that that's how things were going to go, but that's probably just who you are. Yes. And that's how you're very wholesome. (laughs) (laughs) But not not only that, I, as a Libra, Libras are like, they're, they're, they're very, they're social. And so they're the social butterfly. They like to be in the center of everything. And so, because the, what it is, is if you look at all the signs, Libra is the only sign that is not represented by a living creature. It's the scales. All the other signs have a living creature in it or a, or a person. How did I not realize I, that till yeah. now, right? So when you look at the, uh, the uh, what's it called, Zodiac, Libra is at the top. And it, it, Libra is every, every sign. And that's why I'm able to connect with everybody because I bring balance to everybody. Wow. So cool. Yeah. So I'm a little bit of everyone. So that gives me the option to be able to help everyone and that bring balance. Wow. That's so, I can't stop saying wow. I know. I just, I just like, like, wow. Like, oh, <laughs> just, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's just so much to take in, you know? Like, imagine where I was. I'm like, hey, this is your job and this is what you're going to do. And then I'm like, huh? When, when, when was that like realization for you? When did that yeah. really like kick in? Actually, when I was, I knew when I was three, I was here for something. It was just, it always, always in my head. And then when I was young, I didn't understand my gifts. I was actually fearful of my gifts. In fact, I was traumatized as a child. I didn't sleep very well. I had to sleep with the lights on because I was, I feared the dark. I always felt somebody was watching me or trying to get me. And what it was is I was sensitive to spirit. I just didn't understand it. So there were there, but they were, they weren't. Trying to get, they were just, hey, you, you can sense us. Yeah. <laughs> and the problem was, I at one point I was able to see them, but I think I blocked that because of that fear. Yeah. And then I said, when I got older, I was, and I realized, I was like, I don't need that. I, 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 
I can just enough feeling you and hearing you is enough yeah. for me. Uh, every now and then I will get glimpses and stuff and, I, and I'm fine with that. Um, but like I said, through my childhood, I, I suffered sleeping. So I had to sleep with the lights on. I couldn't shower by myself. I had to have somebody in the bathroom sit with me because I always felt like something was going to get. Yeah. It was just, and so I was always trying. And my parents and I said they had me go see a doctor and everything. And the other thing too um, is I wet the bed until I was 13 because I, I wouldn't get up to go to the bathroom yeah. because I was so fearful and I couldn't yeah. relax. And so, and then by the time I did fall asleep, I would just wet the bed because right. I was holding it. For yeah. But yeah, and I didn't understand that. And I saw, I was like, oh, and then it just like around 15, it just, it all stopped. And I was like, okay. And I was like, then think of it until I went in the military. (laughs) And then it it was just like, whoa, because I was like, oh, well, I joined just before the Gulf War. So I was like, oh, this is going to be interesting. You know, the the job I'm going to do. I'm like, I'm going to like this because my dad was Navy. So I was like, oh, I'm going to travel the world. I'll be able to go to the Philippines, visit family there. Looking forward to that. Six months later, the war started. And then I'm like, what did I get myself into? I'm committed for six years. I'm like, holy moly. And then we're going out and they're like, oh, yeah, you do a six-month cruise. Well, six months became nine months, sometimes a year. And the Gulf War was going on. I was just like, oh, this is not fun at all. Yeah. So, but I was good at my job. I was a radar man and a, a navigator. So I enjoyed it. And then when it came up to time to reenlist, I was like, why not? And they threw me a bonus. And I said, you know what? I like this. I said, maybe I'm supposed to be here. It was weird because when I was in boot camp, I went through boot camp easy. Everybody else, you know, talks boot camp was bad. Yeah, yeah. It was easy for me. I was like, they actually, they let me do whatever I wanted. <laughs> because when I, when I was in boot camp, they're like, because even my, the, my uh, company commanders, uh, the first class and the chief, and they're like, they're like, man, is there anything you don't do? Because they were like, I could cook. I could, I could sew. I was doing calligraphy. I mean, we had to make our own flag. I drew our flag and I put a submarine for our our our, our chief and a, a, a jet for his. And he's like, and I had to draw it on both sides. And he was like, that is so detailed. And he goes, that's crazy. And, I goes, and he goes, why are you in the military? You should, you should be out there. And I'm like, I, I was guided to. And. So they were like, yeah, I mean, they, they said, dang, you're like, well, we'll leave you in charge. We don't even need to be here. What the? <laughs> I, yeah, it was crazy. I was like, boot camp for me was like nothing. And I was like, I got out. My dad's like, so how did you like it? And I was like, I was in charge. <laughs> I said, they even let me go off the base and I'm not supposed to go off the base. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. So I was, I was grateful for that. So I was like, wow, this is what I do. But when I, right from there, I went to A school, which is your, your trade school. So I went to radar school, which is in, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Virginia beach. And so I was there for school and I loved doing the radar. I mean, everything was, to me, was easy. It was coming to me and I was like, so I, I graduated second in my class. And so I, when you, whatever you graduate, what, whoever gets to pick the first billet. So they put all the billets on the on the chalkboard. And so first person who got first in class was able to pick and I was like able to pick. And so I wanted something that was going to bring all my skills that the, that my job was requiring. So I asked my, my instructor and I says, where, where should I go? Everybody else wanted to go to a land billet. Cause they're like, 
I don't want to go on a ship. You know, <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 So they wanted to go, oh, I want to go here. And of course, they're looking for Hawaii or some yeah. tropical island. And I'm like, our job is to be on a ship, you know, yeah. on a radar. I'm like, so I said, so I asked him, what ship would be best? And he goes, you want to go that has everything, you know, uh, uh, air, uh, air radar, surface radar, and a subsurface radar, because then you cover everything. So I went to a nuclear cruiser. And it was one of a kind nuclear cruiser. So I was like, oh, he goes, yeah, you're going to love it. This thing is, they only built one. Wow. And it's as big as a, a battleship, but it's as tall as a carrier. And I was like, and it was an ugly thing. <laughs> it was like a, a it was like a, a, a cruiser with a big jack in a box. On it. <laughs> and so when I got to the ship, I was like, oh my God, if that comes up over the horizon, they're going to like shoot that box. <laughs> It's like a big old bullseye. I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is the worst shit to be on. Oh my god. It's like a big because they're gonna say, what's in that box? Go for the box. And of course, that's where our we worked in the box. And I was just like, that's terrifying. Yeah. But I learned everything I needed to and became the best that my job. And so I was like, wow, I was guided to choose that. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So I was grateful that my I was always being told and guided what to go. And I was like. I, and I I just trusted the universe. Well, at that time, I was just praying to God and say, oh, tell me where I need to go. Yeah. And it 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 got to that. And the beginning, it, it was that was happening until the war actually started and we had to start launching missiles. Then that changed everything. Yeah. Because one of my jobs that I took on, which is they call it NEC, it's like a, a, a profession uh, trade and in, in within your rate. And so you either control aircraft or you can launch missiles, Tomahawk missiles or so. And I chose that and it was fine until I actually launched real missiles. Yeah. Because we would play war games to practice. Yeah. And that was like, I was like, it's like a video game. Yeah. yeah I'm like yeah. that. And so they give you these codes and of course it would come in and say invalid because it's a, it's a simulation. But when you're, you're going to the drill or what general quarters. And then you're, you're thinking, Oh, I wonder what, what scenario we're going to do now. And then it sits there and a code comes in and it's valid. And you're like, Whoa. Yeah. You, Cause you have to push that button when you're directed to. And so it's just like you telling the tactical action officer, sir, we have a valid code. And he goes, all right, on my account launch. And I'm like, so to me, all the going through my head is, what were those coordinates again? Where is this going? And yeah. what are we hitting? And who's there? Yeah. Because <laughs> all that starts going because you're not thinking that when you're playing the war game. And it's just like, what? And after that, I was like, I couldn't do it anymore. I gave yeah. up like that job. And I said, nope. It was, that was too much for me. Yeah. And then that's when I started veering off and I, I wanted to know more. So when they had an intelligence team put together, I asked if I could be on it and I was put on it. And that's when I started to learn my abilities. Wow. Because I was able to know what's going on or what thing. And I would give that guidance a direction. And some of the times there was like, captains like, why would we, we need to go over here when everything. And I said, because I think this is a front to deceive. That's something that's going over here. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. So then he had me stay on the intelligence team for that. And it was just interesting. But I was just like, then I was asking, well, how did I have how, that come through? Yeah. It's like, and then I was getting scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, do I want to know? Yeah. yeah. 
Because we were, one of the things is we were nuclear capable. Yeah. We had, the ship itself was nuclear because it had a nuclear reactor, but we had nuclear arms for it. And so that was my thing. Because when you launch a missile, it doesn't tell you what it's loaded with. Oh, yeah. The code automatically tells the system what to load. And so the code is in, but you don't know that's, that doesn't, isn't disclosed to you. So when we launched them, like, are we a nuclear war or we? Yeah. Wow. So that was the, the thing that was the hardest. Wow. I can't imagine how stressful that was. It was. It was just like, because first it was all fun and games until you're actually doing it. Then it's just like, and then your question is what's coming at us? Yeah. Because if we're launching, that means something is coming. <laughs> to the box. Remember, yeah. is it just like the balance of life? There's a giving and receiving. No. And I'm like, this is a time where I don't want to receive. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was like, Woo. Wow. That's yeah. wild. What a way to kind of discover. Yeah, I know. That's a, rediscover. <laughs> yeah, that's so interesting. And I, I've heard from other people in the military that, um, you know, as a, as a society in general, we kind of don't believe in the, the more like the metaphysical stuff, but the military and police forces and the like, government in general relies on it a lot more often than we realize. I know, I know people who are in Afghanistan who, who you well, had someone like But not only that, you know, the, the government had the program, the, the, what's it called? Remote viewers. Yes. Yeah. The, yes. So the paperclip, they had the paperclip or the um, uh, gateway projects. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the man upstairs, my husband, he's talked to me a lot about those things. And it, it's just, you always think of this big separation between your government and the military and well, like you said, metaphysical forces and beliefs. Yeah. No, it's all intertwined. Oh yeah. And especially I think during the the cold war era, they really went deep into that stuff and they definitely still utilize. Like now, like, you know how they're, they're exposing all this UFO stuff. Yeah. they're, They're tracking this stuff. I really believe it's yes, we did capture some vehicles and stuff. And we reverse technology the, yeah. the stuff. And now these things that they're doing is our own stuff that they're seeing. How are we and what is if our systems can really track it? Because yeah. I think it's really just us putting stuff out there and and testing that and then seeing how everybody else is going to respond to it. Yeah. Because I, I really believe, like I said here, they want to have more control and but they need to know how what they're going to deal with with reaction. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, I've always heard that the military and different technology that they use, they, they are years in advance of where we believe we are. Yeah. And then we'll get sneak peeks occasionally like drones. Yeah. Perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. That went, that honestly went in a different direction. I was like, I love it. That's so fascinating. We've talked in previous episodes, kind of, we've, dipped our toe at least mm-hmm. into um, the military utilizing sensitive people. And um, I, I think that's absolutely fascinating. I, that's, that's so interesting. And um, also what a way to really unlock that, like, like something that you kind of like locked away a little bit in childhood and to kind of go, Oh my God, like that's. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, once yeah, I, I started to realize that I was just like trying to use it and work with it and try to understand it more. And, and I think that was, the, the part that I think I was 
upset about is that I didn't have somebody to show me. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, I couldn't decide, is this really happening or is this not? And like, okay, but I know something is happening. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, it started, it started to affect me. And so it, to a point I was just like, oh, you know, cause sometimes I'm just like, wow, I'm getting all this stuff. Cause I would, I was having all these vivid dreams and vivid stuff. And I was just like, do I talk about it? Is it, should I do Or is someone they're going to look at me like I'm crazy? <laughs> <laughs> so I found a way when I was on the intelligence team just to make it sound like, oh, so they, it would make sense. Yeah. And make them realize. And the captain always did. Yeah. And I was grateful of that, but I was just like, and he, it's almost like I said here, you know, they, his intuition was telling him, you know, this feels right. Yeah. And so to me, I was, I was picking up on that. I was like, oh, wow. He actually trusts. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm just, I'm, I was at that point, I was only a second class. Yeah. I was just like, but he was like, that, but that makes sense. And because I would show and say, we use it because I would take all the intelligence and I was with the one that was making the, the, the uh, template of showing where everything is and what's happening. And so I had the real time in my mind where everything is and where it's going. And I said, well, they're all going this way, this. And I said, you know, it seems like this is deterring everybody to go this way. I said, because I like, you know, I told them in drug interdiction, it's the same way. You know, they're they're saying go They're They're putting this small guy out here that, yes, has drugs, but it's a small thing where this tanker is going to try to get by. (laughs) So they're willing to sacrifice this little small boat to get this tanker. And I'm like, we need to go over here. (laughs) And so they would deploy another unit over here and we'd go there. And there was exactly what was going to be like. You probably kept a lot of your own people safe. Yeah. Very safe. I was grateful. I think my, with my skills was connecting with people. Yeah. My guys loved me. They always wanted to follow me. Every time I switched commands, they're like, where are you going? Chief, especially when I became a chief, they're like, where are you going? I want to go. Where are you going? Because I look look after my guy. Because I knew when my guys were dealing with something, I would go up and approach them and say, hey, hey, what's going on? They're like, (laughs) like, 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 they're like, did you know this guy? Did my wife call you? <laughs> and then, of course, we're out in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, uh, nope. <laughs> they, they, you know, they were always, how do you know that when I'm, because I, I can feel it. I can yeah. sense it. So it's just me. It's like, what's going on? Or just their body language. You know, I mean, tell you, you know, there's some things that are just simply you can't hide. You, you show it in one way or another. You communicate it through whether through body language, your energy, your aura. Or the way you even talk, especially yeah. if your routine and your routine breaks. That's why I tell you, the third person will always know when something's wrong with you. Usually your coworkers, because they know your pattern when you come in. They know what you do. <laughs> yeah. And so it's so predictable. And then when you come in and break that, they're like, oh, something's <laughs> going on. What's going on? We got, we got, like, that's very accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> because if you look at yourself, I mean, what you do, you, you know, you go to the grocery store, you always park on one side, the same side, you yeah. go down the same aisles, do the same thing, same routine and everything yep. and check out. And it's like, that's why I was like telling people, you know what, if, if they were stalkers, all they have to do is watch you one day and they know your pattern. I, I actually think about that quite often Me and change too. my pattern specifically yeah. for that reason. But not only this, think this, if you are always doing the same patterns and routines and you don't like what's going on, change your pattern. routine. Sometimes it's just changing your route. Yeah. Changing the energy shifts everything else too, because it's like a ripple. You throw the stone thing, it's the ripple is going to go, it's going to go differently. So it's sometimes it's just a little, just changing. If you know you, someplace you goes to is now, or you bring and it's different, then take it somewhere else. Huh. 
I like that. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, for every action is a reaction. But if you keep taking doing the same action, you're going to keep doing yeah. getting the same <laughs> yeah. reaction. Yeah. So shift the action or change it up a little or, you know, and play around with it. That's what it's there for. And that's why I say use your tools and your resources. You have you have the ability to do and be everything. You just need to see it and believe it and want it. Yeah. So I said, and this is where you have that control. And it's, that's wow. why I tell people life is simple we just make it complicated yeah, yeah. very true <laughs> yeah because nothing also affects you unless you allow it or give it permission to you yeah know? and i see this all the time especially out i was like okay if somebody says something to you rude or obnoxious or you know to define you if you know the truth behind it then why let it bother you yeah yeah if it's they know it's not true then just say whatever right. yeah just yeah. walk away and if it is true then say yeah and what about it <laughs> <laughs> that throws them up. They're like, huh, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna try that one. I'll have to add that. That's why I tell people, you know. But uh, half the time, even or if there is truth, man, then just say, yeah. So what about it? Accept yeah. it, because then to me, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's yeah, nothing more to add to that after that point. It's yeah, like, yeah. Don't fuel the fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't fuel because yeah, exactly. Because then all you're doing is giving the the power to them. Yeah. I know. So many, so many things being unlocked. <laughs> Is this an overnight session? <laughs> yeah. Dude, we're having night. slumber session yeah. tonight. And you probably have my night, pajamas. Right? Yeah, really. Like, <laughs> we need more gummies. <laughs> You know, they deliver by drone now. <laughs> oh my God, God they're doing no. pizza by in, in drone. Yeah, it has You're a thing. Kidding. Yeah, and you and you and you pull the pizza out. Yeah, I don't like, love that. I don't. I don't know why, but I don't love it. I don't hate it. I would try it at least once. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just like, yeah, it was like interesting. Well, now you see the flying cars. Yeah. Then you see. Oh my God, you haven't seen the. Yeah, they the the, the FAA uh, uh, authorized the flying car, and so they're in production now. So they, next year, or the end what? of twenty twenty four, will be we'll have flying cars. Okay, that's awesome. But also, knowing some of the drivers <laughs> locally, a little concerned by that. Will they be allowed to operate the vehicle? Well, see, here's the thing. That's the thing I said. You because not only you need to have you have to be you need to be flight. Coordinated too. Okay, so. that's good. Oh. That's a release. So, so it's not me. It's not, yeah. <laughs> not me. But eventually it's going to get to yeah. the point where everybody's going to do that. But I mean, if you look at it like Tesla's, you know, they, yeah. they drive themselves. So a lot of it's going to be automated. That's too. a good point. Like we'll get, every day we're getting a little closer to either Star Wars or Minority Report. Fingers crossed for Star Wars. <laughs> want to live in minority report world i think it's a little bit of both uh, it's very it's very minority <laughs> reporting we're already kind of getting the scan and like welcome to this so and so yeah the jetsons were already oh there. that's <laughs> way more fun yeah, yeah. That's, yeah we'll do the jetsons we'll that's do the jetsons. jetsons i like that one it's happy medium <laughs> i guess there's no sith in the jetsons <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate low vibration <laughs> sith. Yeah. wow uh well, I'm going to have to look that up after. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> wild. Yeah. yeah. I think it was in San Francisco or something, something in California. That sounds the, about right. So yeah. the guy, yep, he gets in it, it's a car and he's going to go to work and then he just kind of backs up and then it goes up and then it flips and then it just flies and goes to work. So like, to rush wow. hour traffic. LA is going to love that. that. Yeah. They better not have sky lanes. Oh, they totally they will. Yeah, they totally will. Yeah, yeah. They have to because you have you to know. keep control. Otherwise... The airplanes and everything else that's saying yeah but you know what if that happens then the airplane stuff probably go away 
Because you would just take yourself. Just private jets for everyone. Oh my God. It's like, well, it's just like trains. Yeah. They're not necessarily obsolete. There's still many cultures that rely on trains for, you know, transportation. But in America, it's like less and less and less. Yeah. Whoa. That's fascinating. That is very. What a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. We're, we are in a weird time to be alive. Like technology is just growing at this insane rate. Well, yeah. The, what the last 200 years is just crazy. If you look at everything from all before, that's just like, wow. You yeah. get this small time frame of everything coming together. But this is where also, like they said, you know, a lot of people are concerned about it. It's like technology surpassing humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Because then we're losing ourselves. Yeah. And we're all into the thing. Because look at all that's going on now. We got the AIs. And then, I mean, they got all these programs now where you can start. Your, and nobody's working. Anymore. They're just creating businesses. They're every, uh, yeah, they're like saying every every 20 seconds, there's a, a new millionaire because they're just, on. they're creating all these businesses. Now you can, you just tell the AI what to do and it does it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, um. <sighs> Last night, I um, had to submit a recommendation letter for a staff member of mine. I had to verify that I did not use AI to write my recommendation letter. And I was so paranoid that I put it in an AI generated text like Like detector and and it said most likely human. So I was like, oh, cool. Great. Yeah. I put something I wrote in and it said written by AI. I'm like, what the hell it was? That was all me. It was so perfect. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the, the colleges and universities are doing it. They 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 scanned it to make sure because yeah. one of my um my attorney who's the, the law professor here at the at the, the college here, she was saying that because she had to run and a lot of the papers were written by Anne. And she says, Nope. That's wild. <sighs> what a stressful time to yeah. be an educator. And yeah, <laughs> it's definitely I think over the next few years we're gonna see the it's yeah, humanity hasn't really caught up yet to what we're doing and, and we're kind of playing God a little bit. And I think that the fact that our our legislation is still behind the times when it comes to Internet and now you're introducing AI into it, there's going to be a lot of legal um, issues. Well, that's why right now, like I said, the, the, the higher consciousness is coming into where everybody, like I said, we're going from the 3D to the 5D. And this is where people need, we need to focus on us and bringing us to that level of of understanding and knowing yeah. before we tap into all these things, because otherwise we're just going to create the things that's going to destroy us. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> things to think about. Um, okay. Yeah. Things to think about for sure. <laughs> I guess diving into more uh, dark things. We're way out here in left field. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's Welcome bring us to back to the field. Back to <laughs> questions out in left field a little bit um so um what do you have any thoughts on haunted objects i think you kind of covered it a little bit when you were talking about exorcisms but um do you think that something or someone can hold on to someone's energy or or an object's energy i I think it's like i would consider that like residual energy so somebody's attached to it and they really like it they're it that energy or that emotion is trapped there. just like i tell people when i go in a home your walls or your, your, the, the place absorbs that energy. And that's why I tell people, you know, your home is your sanctuary. Make sure it's always positive and flowing. But like they say, if your home is cluttered, your life is cluttered. So declutter, get rid of things. Because remember, everything is energy. Everything it has a frequency vibration. 
but everything you have, you're etherically attached to it because you, by you having it, you've given it energy. And now it's the question is, what is it giving back? So there always is a balance of giving and receiving. So when you have an object, if you have it, you are invested in it. So you connected to it. Now, what is it giving back? Now, if it gives you a memory or a moment, that's great. Because then it's giving you something every time you walk by. Oh, yeah, remember that day? It's great. It uplifts you. But how many things you have gives you nothing back? That's like an anchor. You're dragging this dead weight or energy. Why do you think when we do spring cleaning or we really clean up and we throw all these things out, we feel much so much lighter? Yeah. Yeah. Cutting those cords. And so that means all that dead weight is gone. Well, that allows for energy to flow more and that allows prosperity and abundance. So anytime you're feeling that you're not making that first thing is stand in the middle of your home and say, is this positive or is this negative? So what you bring in your home too, who you bring into your home is key and important. So what you discuss (laughs) in the home too, like if they say, don't bring home to work, don't bring work to home. Yeah. Yeah. And if you do work at home, then designate a space and leave it there and only keep everything there in that space. So that way it, the energy stays yeah. there and it doesn't disrupt everything else. I got to tell my husband that. Yep. Yeah, and if it's a workspace, put a lot of plants and crystals around it because that will help to divert the negative energy. If it, Especially if you know your work is stressful and stuff, you don't want that spreading. Yeah. Or affecting yeah. everything else. But like I said, your home takes in and absorbs the energy that it's introduced to. So it's always yelling, screaming, everything it takes on. That's why it's a lot of the places I go to, especially in this area, because there's a long history. So there's layers of layers of yeah. history. And then a lot of things tragic here, wars and everything happen. So there's layer. All of that is caught up in there. And that's why a lot of times it's just residual energy. Oh. But things can be, like I said here, have an attachment. Now, if a spirit... Like I said, if it doesn't want to leave because it owns it and it believes it wants to stick with that, it has that choice option. And that's a haunting. Because then it's like, I, ha- I built this home. And then they usually will react when you try to change it or alter it. And that's why when people do construction or remodeling, they react. <laughs> wow. Because they're like, that you're way. changing my place. This yeah. is my place. Yeah. And this is where I have to come in and, and say, either get these spirits to work with you or, and, and work together and make them understand, Hey, you're not alive anymore. And this is the new owners. Yeah. And so they can do what they want. And they're like, and, and because if they do, then that's fine. But if they don't, then I have to, like I said, cross them over. Yeah. Or help them cross over. What's the goal usually? Do you like to try to. I try to make it uh, because if to me, it's the, I can understand their touch, but you eventually you want to. Uh, yeah, to of course you want there's, they don't realize that they think this is all they have. No, there's so much more. Like, yeah. And, and that's what I think they're, they're fearful of what they have to face. Yeah. It, it, it's your own hell. You create your own hell. Well, I think if they spoke to you, they'd probably feel a little bit better. Cause I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that's right. Usually when I do a clearing, it, it just goes fine. Yeah. And most of the time they already know I'm coming. (laughs) It's just so weird. It's like, yeah. Or they're already coming to me and giving me hints. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, along the uh, creepy train of, well, I guess it's not that creepy. It's kind of (laughs) sad when things hold on to, you know. There are negative entities out there too that I've dealt with. Oh. Yep. 
So there's there there is like I said, there's always two sides to everything. Yeah. And so there is negative spirits out there, and there are entities out there. They're like or what they call elementals. And so um, there's elementals that just they've been there forever. And so it's just the house is built in the wrong place. Oh. Or the house is put where there's a portal or something that's crossed energy. So running waters, waterways, different things. So we have, you know, like the earth has its own energy meridians. Yeah. And so when you build something on top of that meridian, that's going to cause more things to happen. So like Skinwalker Ranch, do you think that's... <laughs> that's built on a portal. That that's, was my it's, on a, it's like how where the pyramids built. Where the, 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 the pyramids of Giza is, is the central point of the, of the energy field for, the, the, for Earth. That's, that's the main where everything roots out of. That makes a lot of yeah. sense. Wow. But if you look at all the ley lines that go around, every, all the lines, all temples and, and different pyramids think all lay on those lines. Oh, that's so, so the cool. question is, how did all these people build this at the same time on these ley lines and know this? Yeah. See? Yeah. And it's always something, a place that's really sacred yeah. in some way. Stonehenge and all, even all the stones that they got that just go through all of Europe. Yeah. It's on a ley line. It's so, it's so interesting. It's, it's one of those things where like, uh, quote unquote reality and quote unquote unreality kind of start to cross paths. And you realize that the idea of magic or this kind of mystic stuff is really just like in another term science, we don't understand yet. And that like, there's going to be a point where we're going to be like, Oh my God, that's where that connection is that we're missing and why we didn't believe in it. Well, our ancestors were more connected because they focused on, on self. And energy and they use. And so that's, like I said, the old esoteric ways. Yeah. And so, but when, as societies built and certain people wanted control, they got rid of all of that. And that's where religion came in and controlled and got rid of all the old teachings because yeah. they didn't want you to be all knowing and all understanding because then they can't control you. Yeah. And so they take away from that and they put in their own and they took out like in the Bible stuff took out the books that they didn't want you to know, like yeah. the book of mm-hmm. Enoch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and all those different things, because they don't want you to have that knowledge. Because then you'll realize, wow, you're a powerful being. You are like a god. You can make and, and do whatever you you please as long as you understand. But if you don't have that, that's why they calcify uh, calcify your pineal gland. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> yep. Fluoride. Yes. Yep. For long, everything water has fluoride in it. Everything. That calcifies your pineal gland so that you're not in tune and connected. That's why I I, I always get toothpaste and stuff that has no fluoride. Yeah, I'm having flashbacks as a kid when I finally like demanded. Remember how the kids make you do the yes? That that was just that was not that was had to do it every day. Oh, we talked about this briefly. The the pills that you had to yeah, red and purple or whatever. We had to do it after lunch, and we would all do it together, so no one was embarrassed. And then you would. Yeah. And all the things they spray the, the trail cams and everything for. Oh yeah, wow, <sighs> wow. And just like now, the recently with all the fires, those are purposely because of all the stuff that they couldn't do before. That now people are regulating or saying, "Hey, that's why are we doing this? Why is this that way?" That so everybody's catching up, and that's why I said because we're coming into higher consciousness, we're starting to be aware and like what we can do and what we're, who we are. And how it's affecting us. Yeah. Because now we're being com- becoming very self-conscious of our physical selves. So what? I know. In a good way. In a very good way. In a good way. Oh, um, I did want to ask you, 
if you had any thoughts about Ouija boards and trying to find answers that way. And so Ouija board is just, like I said, another form of divination. Okay. And so here to me, it's like any type of divination. It's how is it being used? Now, if it's using being used in a positive way and you understand it, then that's fine and great. But don't go into something that you don't understand. Make sure you understand. And I said, Ouija boards are very easy and simple. But the other thing too, is once you use a Ouija board, you're no, you're a portal because then you've just, because you, it opens up through you. Because if you, I, I always find this and I tell these people, look, if you ever did a Ouija board and then once you tapped into that, you, you've opened up to it. If you get rid of that board and you just do a piece of paper, you can do it on anything. Now it's because it's you. It's through you. You are the portal of that. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. And so you didn't even need the board. But once you, like I said, tapped into that, you became that portal. I've never heard anyone explain it that way. Yeah. And so here's the thing. As I said, it's if, but if you use it negative, then you're going to attract negative. And yeah. that's why you need to be cognizant of what you're doing and you, how you're using it. Because just going out there and asking for a spirit, what kind of spirit? That just means you just said, yeah. come in, everybody. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm a doormat. Or when they but... say, there, is anybody there? <laughs> well, of course there's somebody yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Not right. And then with you, then you hear, then when they tell you who they are, you're like, oh, well, you said is anybody. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Oh, wow. And I find that a lot of times that's what it is, is people yeah. dabbling and not, not understanding what they're tapping into. And then when I get there, I'm like, oh, so there was a Ouija board. And they're like, no, no, no. And then, yeah, we were here, we were here with friends. And, we're, and I'm just like, yep, it always comes yep. down to that. And it's. It's usually the younger kids or somebody. Yep, that's when I did it. Yeah, same. Yep. I just never thought about how it's a portal. (laughs) To me, it's the thing that is they sell it as a game. Yes. (laughs) So you just go there and say, "Oh look, let's play Ouija board." No. What? Yeah. Wow. That's Yeah. Let's get a exorcism. Let's just. (laughs) Let's play that game. It comes with a knife. Oh, yeah. Sacrifices. Oh, look, it comes with a knife. I want to be a portal. Wow. That's intense. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad I asked you that question, but you just gave me a lot to think about with that because that's really terrifying. Yeah. Like, I haven't, I haven't allowed, um, an Ouija board in my house um, only because of how I grew up. Um, I, my parents did not raise me in any kind of, you know, particular religion, but I'm pretty sure my house was very haunted and my older sibling was playing with an Ouija board and I would too. And then we would have parties and weird things would happen. And then weird things just never stopped. In fact, the people that live there now, believe that there's odd things going so, on. So and that's when you opened up yourself to your abilities because playing with the Ouija board, now you became a channeler. That's why I say you became opened up a portal with you. So you channel now. You're able to channel. So even if you just sat here and called on to somebody, you would you're going to feel it, sense it. Because it now it's using you became a channel. You almost you took on the properties of that board for yourself because it opened up you. I never tried afterward. <laughs> that's where, I, yep, and that's where when I come in, would come in to close that portal. Yeah. Because you, if, especially if it's a negative one, you don't want to keep that open because that's what they're going to keep trying to. Yeah. 
are there like signs that would tell you like you you brought something here? Oh yeah. And it's sticking around? Yeah, if there's like a lot of negativity going on, things happening and just like I said, too many things are happening. That's like I said, it's they're not coincidence, they're synchronistic. And that's why so it can go both ways. It can go positive or negative, and that's why I tell like the, the when I explained the wheel of fortune in tarot, the wheel is always in your favor. The wheel is what you make of it. It's either you make it work for you or work against you. Wow. The wheel, everything has, like I said, two sides. Of it. Yeah. Same with the death card. The death card is transformation. But what transformation? Are you going through a positive transformation? Or are you going through a negative yeah. transformation? <laughs> so, you know, it's about where, where are you taking it and yeah. how are you perceiving it because it's what you put into it is what it's going to be. So if you keep thinking it and believing it, then that's what it's going to be. Wow. <laughs> so you got to change your perspective. Yeah. The yeah. power of mind. Cause I mean, I think placebo effect is a very, um, yep. a sterile version of that kind of showing that if you think it's going to fix you, it's going to help a little bit. Yep. And that's, and that's part of with, uh, with healers. Yeah. Or anybody that does healing work, which I do, I do healing work. Um, so I do energy healing work or sound uh, uh, healing work. But to me, it's like I said here, it's, it's what you believe that it's going to set that. Because I tell people. <laughs> Sorry, uh, our, our music just started. No. <laughs> It'll go away in a second. Our... I'm like looking at you guys like, what's going on? I don't hear anything. I think it was the clip Timer? of the music at the end. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. No. numerology and that's everything that's the language of the universe that's crazy. i wish i understood it better <laughs> i know it's it's so but here's yeah. the th this in our past lives and your because like i said our ancestors yeah this and that so it's nothing new it's just hidden it needs to be brought back out that's awesome <laughs> yeah i love but the problem is everybody's out there looking for it when all you have to do is go in here yeah, the answers yeah. are already all in here the more you you look into yourself and who you are and who you really should be. That all comes out. Yeah. I'm definitely recognizing that that's something that I do. I'm searching for the answers elsewhere. Yeah. Yep. And I hope it's right in front of you the whole time. <laughs> so, uh, okay i think it'll be fine out i'll forget it if it goes in there and then i'll go <laughs> go home and tonight i'll go to make cereal and be like where'd my milk go and i'll forget <laughs> um i don't remember where we were we were all over we were all over and it was awesome um <laughs> well actually the video got it but the sound in dirtlings chris is writing a book but not just one book a couple of books. A series. Yeah, it's a series. A series. Yeah, it's a self-development. It's called Self, uh, Spiritually Experiencing Life Fully. And it kind of helps you break down from numerology, astrology, and energy, and yourself, and understanding how it all works together and, and utilizing it to your most. So. That's awesome. so 
It's so awesome. Yeah. And I can't wait. And you do have to let us know when it's out. Yes. I definitely will. Yeah. We will promote it. For sure. All over. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I think a lot of the people who listen to this would be interested in. I do too. Yeah. And you should be stupid proud of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been the tasking because I'm like, oh my gosh, because it's almost like, God, if I want to put everything down that I'm leaving, it's like, this is an encyclopedia. <laughs> it's like an encyclopedia Britannica. It's, yeah. like, <laughs> it's a big book. Yeah. I just don't know when to because always there's something else comes in. I'm like, yeah. so then my, that's when my friend said, maybe you should just do it as a series. <laughs> Probably yeah, a smart I like thing. that idea. And it, it's a little more, more digestible that way. And you yes. can kind of. Yeah, yeah. In doses. But not only that, I, I think it gives the opportunity for, for them to just take the ones that they need. Yeah. If they're already familiar, they don't need all the series. They just take the booklets or yeah. Yeah. And the pamphlets that, that, that are needed. That's, That's clever. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, We have so many questions. Some of them are right in front of us. <laughs> some, of them, some of them we've kind of answered without yeah, asking, just in, in going through it. Um, hmm. So, uh, Riley put this one in and I, and I really like it. Um, can you in a sense, one way or another kind of communicate with animals, like feel their emotions or kind of get what they need? Yeah. Cause yeah. It's, yeah. Any living thing, because like I said, everything is energy. Even yeah. if it's not living, it, it, it has energy. Yeah. So you can pick up on that. And that's why I, just like I was saying, Einstein and Tesla said, if you want to understand anything fully, understand it by its energy or yeah. its frequency or vibration because you can't change that or alter that it's that's what it's going to be and so this is so when you understand that then you, you're able to connect with it more and connect with everything else more and understand how it all connects together wow yeah it all just kind of circles back it does it really you know? does yeah you ever see the like the the like short clips they show like it shows a woman in this building and then they pull away from her and it gets outside what country she's in. Then it's the earth and it goes out past all the planets. Yeah. And then it shows the sun and then the bigger sun's out there and and it just keeps expanding. And then when it gets out there in this space universe, it goes back and then you're coming through her body and all the little things in her body looks like space and it's the cells and then it goes back and then you come out of her eye and you're back to where she is. Yeah. And so it's just like a loop. Whoa. Everything's connected. <laughs> it is. Or the Fibonacci series, you're, you're going into yeah. it and it's spiraling and it's the same pattern but it just keeps going, yeah. going, going. It just never ends. Oh, that's awesome. It is very awesome. And that's why it's like, it's just the rabbit hole that never ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. <laughs> but the Actually, question is, are you willing to dive into it? Not- yeah. Um, I'll err on the side of cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes. Dip my toes. Yes. Yeah. I'm definitely curious and want to know more and learn more. Yeah. Too. Um, actually, you had a good question. Um, and you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but you're a very open person. Yeah. <laughs> have you had like a really intense wild metaphysical experience before i think my exorcism <laughs> that's fair that, it helps you to understand the other side of different dimensions and what can come through and what's out there yeah uh and so i think my first experience of that doing a clearing and then finding out it was it, it was more of a possession that was oh. intense. wow because then you start to realize there are greater forces out there and so it's like wow what's you know we're looking at these things but then we're not even fully aware of everything we don't even use 100 percent of our minds and so it's just like what are these things 
then what can they do? And if they're there and they can, they're interdimensional, what are they doing? What's happening? You know, so it's, it, there's, it's just like I tell people, you know, there's 33 steps to the 33 steps to the 33 steps. And so it's like this continuous learning. There's no, I, I, the best way I describe it is think of this, you know, they talk about you tapping into the Akashic records or higher consciousness, everything that ever is and, and created or everything is in this consciousness. And so by you tapping into it, you can bring any knowledge out of it. But the thing is, you cannot comprehend the whole thing. The right. physical body in this 3D world will not, cannot comprehend that. So you can get in and take what you need out of it, but you can never fully understand it. And because you're not capable. But when you, you ascend or when you cross, your energy goes back there because that's what you are part of. You're part of consciousness. And so you just, like I said, you're, you're separated from it to, to learn what you need to do just to tap back into it again. Wow. And so you thought you were going in just to do like a, a literal house cleansing yep. of some kind? Yep. And found out there was more going on. So it was, uh, it was affecting a person. What was happening was because of the person, but it's also because of this person, it attracted. Oh. Because it, energy is attractive. Yeah. And this child was, had all these issues, problems, was being tormented, was being abused. So those are all low vibrations. So it attracted low vibrations. Yeah, that's so sad. But you're right. That, that is usually the narrative of what's happening, you know? Yeah. And that's why I tell people, when you are in low states of vibration, you're vulnerable. Because now that's what they feed on. Yeah. I got to raise my vibrations. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh <my>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like invite something. No, no. no. Uh, on. <laughs> it's actually, I, I removed our welcome mat um, because, Did you? I, yeah, I, that's why I have a speak, friend and enter one now um, because I read something that was like, don't have like a welcome mat because you're just welcoming stuff in. And I was like, I don't know if that's true, but I'm going to. My, exchange this <laughs> ellie my welcome mat says welcome in like 50 different languages on it I, can, I do you know how long that's been out there i'm getting rid of it after you leave <laughs> yeah oh my i i did just find one online because i have this weird obsession of looking at like funny sayings that are crocheted or um you know like stitch needle pointed yeah. yeah um and also doormats and uh because i like to tell people i'm an angry little doormat oh really <laughs> um they have one i think uh, one of the i think the gem goddess has it there there is a door or maybe it was in st albans but i love the the doormat they had it said pony of love and light oh i, I love like that. that yeah because the one I was looking at said, you don't need to be here. <laughs> that's much kinder. Actually, that's going to attract more because that's like challenging. Test me. And they're like, oh, maybe no. I should. <laughs> the one that says uh, solicitors will be sacrificed to the old gods. <laughs> <laughs> also fun. Yeah. That's oh, why wow. I speak friend and enter is kind of like, I mean, it's Lord of the Rings, but also just kind of like good vibes only kind of energy. I um, love your torment. Yeah, I love it. I wish it, it's it's kind of fading faster than I was hoping it oh, would. No. I, I'm going to paint over the do uh, it the words to make <laughs> it stay. But so my because I'm picking up energy now with you guys. So are, are you guys? Do you tap? Are you tapping into the the um, 
pagan and Celtic beliefs? Um, I I because do a little the, bit because the energy is showing that you're going way back. You're like going to the beginning of beliefs and stuff. So away from the religions, but more of the the old ways, or you're learning that there are older ways, and then. It's so funny because now, like with the churches, and they're, they're they're coming to find out that you know a lot of them are practicing Luciferian, mm-hmm. and so they're they're going into and they're like, oh, but because Lucifer at one point was not, he was he was the bearer of light. Yeah, he was the morning star. Yep, yeah. Exactly. So he was represented by Venus, which is the star you see everything. And so to, it's like because these are the things that were never not taught. Yeah. And so when people are looking and seeing that they're doing this at the Vatican on a lower level or a hidden level, they're like, why are they doing that? Was there thinking because it was always personified as negative, bad, evil. And to a certain degree, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's some truth to that. Immediately. I was thinking about the night this podcast was born. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Because when I saw your read your guys thing and I'm like, okay, I see this, the interesting. And I said, and the, the, where you're going with it. And I'm like, that's great. They're, they're trying to understand there's where they understanding it. And so to me, it's like they have the knowing, but they need to understand why they have the knowing. So, and that's where I'm with. I, yeah. I have this knowing, but I'm still trying to understand why, why I have this knowing. And so this is where I pick up with you guys yeah. is that you need that understanding. And so it's causing you to delve even deeper, but this is like I said here, the deeper you go into the rabbit hole, you find out that it doesn't end. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you start opening the corridors, or like I said, when I started dealing with the different energies and entities, it's like, okay, it's a whole nother dimension then. And then it's like, okay, but understand you're only capable of comprehending so much in this form. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's overwhelming. It is. It's it's funny. We're actually working right now on an episode on the watchers from the Book of Enoch. Um, Azazel being one of those watchers that we decided yep. that we're going to cover. Um, there the a little more of the history of the watchers and the other watchers that were involved. Um, so I guess that is kind of falling back into more of. So the you know old. who Enoch is now. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's definitely the more I read, the more as like you said, it's the rabbit hole. Because the more I read, the because more I think there's like, only two two actual physical beings that became. Uh, archangels. Yeah. Enoch being Metatron. Yes. And then uh, I think it was Moses or Ezekiel. I think, I think yeah, I think Ezekiel. And, and is yeah. Sandalfin. Because those are the only two archangels that were human yeah. in one form. I wasn't thinking. It's funny because Metatron is also in Supernatural and he's not yes. a good guy. Um, <laughs> so whenever well, I hear the name, I just think, I mean, I guess it depends on how you look at the angels because sometimes um, angels in the, in the Bible are not like, um, are not like angels in pop culture. Yep. Like yes. They are, they are very, very powerful and not necessarily um, loving and understanding beings all the time. Uh, they can be very scary. Even just reading descriptions about them, like 12 sets of wings, but you can't even look because they'll burn your eyes out of your sockets. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. And terrifying. It's very, it's very interesting. Um, but yeah, we've kind of been diving into that a little, a little more. Um, 
finishing. It was going to be our 10th episode. Because that's to me when, when you guys asked me to that and I, and I was reading and looking into your thing, I kept getting all these images and I'm like, wow, they're going deep. <laughs> I'm like, they're going deep. And I was just like, whoa. Cause I was just like, wait, what's all this coming through? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, you know, kind of started with a fallen angel and mm. a demon, yeah. Azazel and the goat situation and the synchronicities that you're speaking of. Yeah. You know, I don't know why Azzy, as we like to call him, popped into your head for a name. I, yeah. I, was it you or I, John? I, I, no, it was, it was me. Um, why did that I, happen? I don't know how that name came, came to mind. But <laughs> See, that could be, and, it, and that's the thing too, that could be. It could be whispered to you or told to you. Yeah. Is he talking to her? I, you can hear me. <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine with the Prometheus of Fallen Angels. I get, I get good vibes from, from Azazel. Well, remember, uh, like I said, you always you have that angel here and an angel here. Yeah. So you're getting, you're getting both ends because there's always a balance. So there's one that's trying to lure you and, and, and direct you. And the other one is trying to like make sure you're on the right path for yourself. But... That's why your second greatest gift besides life, choice. You have free will. But with free will, that's not held against you. But what's held against you is the choices you make. Because then you live by the consequences of your choices. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's about what, what is it going to bring for you? What's it going to do for you? If you need to go through that in order to understand yourself or understand everything fully, then that's, that's like the, what... For me, a good movie that it kind of explains that. Have you ever seen The Ninth Gate with, um, uh, what's his name? It's uh, an older movie. Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yep. The night about the, the, the devil's Bible. And it's The Ninth Gate. And there was one Bible that was written. It was the devil. But then they had so many different copies. Yeah. It was trying to find the original. And this guy wanted it. And Johnny Depp was a, was a, uh, like a, um, a detective, yeah, and he was hired to find where the original is or where the original pages that were taken out of the original. And yeah, it's very interesting. It's a pretty good movie. Wow. I haven't seen it since I was little, but still, and he doesn't realize that all the pictures he's seeing is what's actually happening. Wow, that's cool. You should watch it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, that one's gonna. That, you're gonna be like, wow. <laughs> It's almost like, you know, like the sixth sense, you're, you're, oh. the end, you're like, what? Yeah. Oh man, this threw me out. You know, it throws you, you're, you're thinking it's going one direction. And it's yeah. like, what? He was dead the whole time. <laughs> what? I get so unreasonably upset when people were like, yeah, I knew what the whole movie. John knew. What? His mom got, his mom made him watch it and got really mad because it, like w- within the first scene, John's like, he's dead, isn't he? And she's like, God damn it. How did he put that together? I just, my brain doesn't work that way. John watches so many movies that he's like a movie God at this point. He just kind of like yeah. picks up on things. Well, now but. I feel like I can, you know, kind of. Well, you know, I tell, things. I tell people, you know, in the, in, in ancient times, we had prophets that would speak in the, in the open forum and tell everybody what's coming, what's kind of thing. And people listen to them. We don't have that anymore. But what we have that does that now is movies. People oh. write books and movies. And if you look, it's always showing. Because look how many Simpsons. things, how many, yep, how many things of movies from the past that actually happened. Yeah. And then and it's like, wow, that was in that movie. And so that's exactly what the prophets are now in the movies. John the prophet. Yes. Yeah. That's so wild to think about, you know. 
prophecy being in pop culture. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it, uh, The Simpsons is the first thing that comes to mind because they predicted so many things. So much. Yep. Uh, I mean, honestly, to me, predicting Donald Trump being elected president is the craziest thing because, like, no one, nobody saw that coming and it. No, happened. it was a joke. Yeah. Well, we thought. it was. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's very, so that's very interesting the idea of, of, um, oh. Film and books being yep that is yep and now is the prophetic yep yeah and that's they're they're saying here so this is where like I said here if you can think it it can be wow and these people are thinking this yeah because what are like what are most of the all the movies now about say aliens alien this alien attack this alien this and that and this and it's like it's Marvel but then then look what's happening aliens are coming in the picture whereas before it's like oh is this really real you know. You know, so yeah. same with, you know, the other thing, all the other um, uh, uh, cryptids that yeah. are out there, Sasquatch and all that. It's there's more and more proof coming through. Yeah. yeah. And then the what's it called? The uh, um, the the giants of old times. Oh, yeah. Nephilim. Nephilim. Yeah. Yep. So now they're they're before when they were finding those bodies and they were being sent to the Smithsonian, they destroyed them all because they were like, this will mess up people. They they can't have this in there. Know this in history. Well, now more bodies are being found. And it's like these people that are 10 or 12 feet tall. I got to look up some. There was one day they had when we attacked Iraq, this mountain range area had one there and they killed it. It was still alive. See, that seems to be the the train is like if we find something that's unique, we destroy it. When we attacked Iraq. They went in and destroyed all their 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 tablets, the um, cuneiform tablets that they had inside the um, oh because they didn't want they didn't want everybody to know what yeah. the thing is yeah and that knowledge cannot be passed down no it's like when you watch like the mummy and stuff those those people that were trying to prevent them from digging up and yeah some because they said there's you don't want to unleash or like that thing at if you're not thing. ready for it yep. it should not be and that's yeah. right now is coming for it because like, like they're saying the um you know they don't they there's nothing telling about the what happened to jesus afterwards and supposedly he didn't die he went to india he, he, he had <laughs> well, yep he had kids and there's a lineage that yeah. this lineage is trying to make all the truth come to the surface yeah it's allegedly supposedly the Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> you never know. I, it, there's definitely um, there. Are, there's certainly an undercurrent of things. If you ask my mom, there is a. I haven't looked into this aside from what she told me, but there's a grave site in India um, from a prophet who came from the Middle East, and his hand and footprints are in the grave, and they've got holes in them. And so my mom's like, "Jesus went to India." I'm like, I, it makes the, more sense than he him. did when he they when he supposedly the the years that he lost. And then because he, he came back, he was yeah. 40. Yeah. He went, he went to the um, Tibetan temple yeah. to learn the ways. I believe it. Yep. And yeah. then he, when he taught that, he brought that to give those teachings. Yeah. You both are blowing my mind right well, now. Well, if you ask the Mormons, he came here to civilize the Native Americans. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. But <laughs> even, but here's, here's the thing. Even the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the Mayans and the Incans said that this blonde man yeah. or this man yeah. came down the yeah. way and they're like and they're like he came there and, and was teaching them stuff and they're like they don't know how where he was came, where it came from it, I, I mean <laughs> it, it, it tracks in the, in the nation of i mean even when he, he you know arose so to speak he just kind of walks up in it and it's described as him just going crossing a hill mm-hmm. so i mean it makes sense that his path just continues on elsewhere course, yep. and and uh but he kept making himself visible yeah So it's, much. it's the greatest story of all time. It it is. Yeah. 
That's why, like to me, I, I can't wait till like because, like I said, we're in the you know when they're they're talking about it's a time of revelation. Well, revelation means the revealing. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's the end. It means everything comes to the surface. The truths come to the surface. Yeah, yeah, that's also comforting. Yeah, I mean, it, not, it might be the end of things as they are, but yeah, it's not the it's the end of an era. Yeah, and it's the beginning. Just like the Mayan when the Mayan calendar and they said 2012. That was the end of a cycle. Yes. Not, not the end of the world. It's the end of that. a cycle <laughs> yeah. means that we came out of the, 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 uh, matriarch into the patriarch. Yeah. The 13,500 year cycle that we go through. Now we go through this where it's, like I said here, love and the nurture and the care and the, the loving. And that's what we're going back into. And that was the time of Atlantis was the loving. Then when it was destroyed and we went, we went into the, <laughs> all about man <laughs> that, that masculine energy it was just like oh, that's why men are in charge now. now it's like that's it's that's tearing down now it's about women coming into the surface that's very wow. very real yeah right now wow but like they said history just keeps repeating it it so does it really does the cycle has been going constantly for millennials yeah. it makes me feel like we're learning together too not just on our own yeah for that reason wow that's why the more we keep unearthing and finding old sanctuaries or old civil uh cities that are way way back and they're like wait how is this this is like 30 40 thousand years ago and they're like we don't have anything and they're like well something yeah was going we were still there and these people are are building things mm-hmm. so that's what it's telling us. So we had the knowledge and the and the wisdom already. Yeah. yeah. It seems like there's a lot of documentaries coming out about how, yes, this thing exists that we just uncovered, but supposedly there were no people here at this time. How does that track? <laughs> yep. Well, if you think of it, like if the Great Flood, which it, I think it did happen. Yeah. And everybody's wiped out and there's only a few left and those few didn't know much. Then it's like starting all yeah, over again. Right. And that's exactly what happened. Every time there's a, a major disaster that restarts over, it's like I said here, it's 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 repeating its process again. Yeah. Because the, all the knowledge and everything was wiped away. And so it's it, it's like coming back to the surface. And that does seem like what God's plan was to start all over again and everything to be bountiful and pure and full of joy wiping out the nephilim <laughs> yeah that's why all yeah, and that's why all these na- um uh ancient cultures talk about the the what's the next the next thing cuz the last one was by water the next one this one the next one is supposed to be by fire yeah, Ew. I believe that and one. so here's the thing and so people are like well what's what's the fire you know they're thinking oh is it they and I really believe what it is, is it's the sun. Mm. If we have a solar flare strong enough and it wipes out the technical grid. Oh, yeah. And burns everything out. We're back to we're back to Stone Age. Yeah. And that's happened in small doses yep. in the and, past. Yep. And yep. so that's like I said, because if and I really think that needs to happen, because if yes. we wipe out the, the power grid and it's all wiped out and everything, then Bill Gates is no different than you, because Everything that he represents is in something. And it's yeah. like, that's not, you don't have money. That don't, you don't, it's not currency it's in, anymore. anymore. Yep. Yeah. And everybody's going to be like, you know, the ones that are really going to not have a hard time uh, making life happen is the Amish. 
and the and the tribesmen because yeah. they live off the Nothing land. And they, they don't they don't have no lights yep. gap. They don't they they do it all naturally. Yep. I'm a little jealous right now. <laughs> <laughs> all these big cities will really suffer. It's so like yeah. New York City. Everything in there is imported. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so expensive because it's just like a foreign yep. country. Everything's got to come in to get to yeah. it. Yeah. Even here in a small town, you know, like, you know, many people have farms and we have our farmers markets and our co-ops and whatnot, but I don't even have a garden. Mm -hmm. Most of my plants are fake because this is where plants come to die. Yeah. There's not really enough light in these, in these houses. No. (laughs) That's why where you see it with these spiritual groups and, and, and people gathering are forming communities that has a little of everything. Everybody's a little, every. Somebody knows how to grow. Somebody yeah, knows how like to build. Moving so, part. so they're making it where it's self-sufficient. Yeah. And it's making these communities. And that's why I like this s- small houses coming up to build these little communities that are self-sufficient. Yeah. You don't need it. You, you have it all on your own. And so it's about, oh, you know what? I, it, it's being, like I said, it's, it's bargaining. Yeah. You know, you grow that and I'll build you this. And, and yeah. it's just that free exchange where there's, there is no need. There's no not uh, having less of it. Everybody's yeah. equal. Yeah. Because that's what happens if we have a solar flare. We're all equal. Oh, it's yeah. a great equalizer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think it's so, so needed. Yeah. I mean, if you look at some of the most successful people in the world, um, they are very rarely on their phones or they have old, old mm. phones because that I, it, kind of sucks you away a little bit like you're not capable of being present if you're if you're on your phone and it's really hard not to be on your phone because they're designed to be addictive and and yeah a lot of a lot of the very like very successful people in the world um rely minimally on their phone some of them um i was just reading a book um where they're talking about this i think it was a coach of one of the like big football teams he doesn't even, he has his, his assistants print out his emails. He, he has nothing to do with any of them. Oh, wow. And yeah. Just. That's great though. Yeah. And that's like when I have my sessions with people, I prefer one-on-one. Yeah. I said, I want to see, I wanted, I want to connect with you. I don't want to be on a screen, but I mean, I have a lot of international clients. So to me, I have to do it that, or they live far away. Yeah. And so I, I, otherwise, if it wasn't for my clients, I wouldn't be on, I wouldn't be on social media. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't, I don't watch TV. I only do documentaries or movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's like. But that's great that your reach goes that far too. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, because to me, it's like, because one of the things that the, the, my partner asked me is like, well, how far do you want to go or do you want to expand? And I'm like, well, I don't want, I don't want to have a YouTube channel yeah. where <laughs> your whole life is, you got to be in front of a screen and yeah. then everybody knows there and then they complain, well, 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 you chose that. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want that. I, I want to be connected to everybody, but, and I said, but I don't, I'm only one person. Yes. I don't want to spread myself so thin that I lose myself. Otherwise yeah. I'd be no good to anyone. Right. Yeah. And so it's about just enough to get out there. So it, like I said, creates that ripple effect. Because it only takes one person to create positive effects. Yeah. It takes one person to create negative effects. Yep. Yeah. And so if you can turn one person, that's enough because then that person will turn another person and so forth. And yeah. So on. It's like uh, one of my favorite uh, isms or whatever is, is the one of the, the old man who's walking down the, the um, starfish, the, the sea and the kid comes up and is like, why are you doing that? There's hundreds of starfish. You can't get them all. And he's like, well, it matters to this one. And uh, it makes me oh. want to cry every time I think about it because oh. it's just that's such a good, you know, 
one is enough. enough. Yeah. Like it, that, you know, you can change one life or you can improve one situation. Exactly. That's more important than trying to improve all of them and doing nothing because you're over. Exactly. Burnt out. Yeah. That makes me feel a lot, a lot better and more accomplished at what I do. I, that for me, that's that story is what I hold on to in working in a nonprofit is recognizing that you can't do everything. But like if you can improve one person's life, um, then you can put your you hang your head up and be happy. And, and yeah. And that's why like on my Facebook, I do my daily inspirations and I post things that uplift people, keep them in that that positive mind. Frame. Yeah. Other than that, I don't go to anything else and look at it. Yeah. Too much. And it's yeah, it's and, and it, it pulls you away, it takes you away from that. I mean, it's so sad when you go to a restaurant, you see four girls sitting there together to eat and they're all on their phones. And I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if they're texting each other. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Literally. I, uh, yep, yep. And then they're there the whole time and they never spoke a word. Yep. They're yeah. just, and it's like. People do get to the point where they text people within their own home. Yeah. I think a reality check during the pandemic was families when they had to have their kids home because they had, and they, and they, had no to do it. they never sat at the table and had dinner. Yeah. Because yeah. either the mom's at work and the father's, it's, it's always this crossing time. Yeah. And then the kids were things. So they never even hang out with them. They didn't even yeah. know what their kids are into or like, or, and, then, and then to sit down and have a meal together. was just like, what? Yeah. yeah. Do what? That's why <laughs> like, there has been such a good shift. I think there's a lot of people that are basically saying YOLO because they lived through the pandemic. They, you know, lost their jobs or they ended up having to work from home and decided that, you know what? I need to start doing for myself. Mm -hmm. This is a really scary time (coughs) and I'm going to do what makes me happy and what really fills my cup. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of shifts in jobs. And I mean, my husband, he has been working from home since the pandemic. And in a lot of ways, that's great. But sometimes he needs a change of scenery and wants to <laughs> yep. work down here. I'm just going to get him more uh, crystals and plants. <laughs> for the well, that's like myself. I work from home. So sometimes I'm like, I need to get out oh, of that. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's been difficult because of my allergies and stuff. So I, I don't try to go out as much because it, it affects me. So, yeah. I, you know, but when I do, I try to go do something that's, that's healthy and positive. Yeah. And so I'm I actually, I'm planning to do, set up a, for a, a drum circle. Ooh. So people come out, we go maybe at Trinity Park or somewhere, one of the parks. And just, like I said here, just raise the vibration. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. very cool. Because it's just sometimes just that randomization of energy. Yeah. And then displaying anything, it just synchronizes. That would definitely take me out of my routine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Which sounds like a great idea. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, With our, um, <laughs> I guess the the last one that like <laughs> that I have is um is there any advice that you would give to someone who's feeling lost in life or or is that advice kind of more depending on the individual? Yeah, you're not lost. You just <laughs> forgot where you are. Oh, see spicy therapy. <laughs> spicy therapy. <laughs> forgot where you are. Just forgot where you are because you forgot where you're heading, what you're doing. Yeah. So all you've done is you've, you've come to a standstill with no action. There's no reaction. So if you want reaction, you have to take action. You have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Or like the fool, take a leap of faith. That yeah. First step, yeah. yeah. The first step in the direction of where you want to go. Yeah. 
But the first thing is with anything is you have to have a destination. If you cannot see where you're heading, how can you choose a path? Yeah. And that's where a lot of these people are just wandering because they don't choose a path or they don't choose a destination. So they don't know where they're heading. So stop. <laughs> yeah. All the flowers. Yeah. Where are you right now? It's like I said, tell people we're always in, in a check status and it's like life review. Where am I right now? And I always say, just ask four questions. Am I where I need to be? Yeah. Am I with who I need to be with? Am I on track and alignment to what I'm trying to accomplish and achieve? My happiness. Because the only person that can make you happy is yourself. Yeah. And if you can answer yes to all four of those, you're, you're, you're exactly where you need to be. But if you cannot answer yes to those, then it's about making changes so that they become yes answers. But the first one is the most important. Are you where you need to be? Because if you are not where you need to be, nothing else is going to fall into place. As yeah. Needed. Because the universe is saying here, I know what it is you told me you want to do. But until you get there, I'm not going to make all this other things happen. Yeah. <laughs> universe is giving us ultimatums. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like I said, your destination has many paths. But are you going to take the path of least resistance? Or are you going to take the long path? The longer the path, the more you're going to have obstacles and challenges yeah. or lessons. So they're not mistakes, they're lessons. Yeah. So if you need a lot of lessons, that's fine. But somewhere along the line, you're going to see the shortcut. Yeah. And you're going to take that path of least resistance. It's like being really bad at the goosebumps, choose your own adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but loving like what you find within yeah. Yeah. at the same time. It's every, no matter what path you take, it's going to give you what you need. And so that's the way you, you have to, because that's where free will is. What is it going to do for you? And how is it going to get, where is it going to get you? And that's why I always tell people, be always your first priority. Not selfish, it's selfless. Because if you can't be there to love, nurture, honor, respect, and heal yourself and be happy, you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Where a lot of us put everybody else first. You gotta put yourself first. Because if you wanna keep doing what you're doing and being there for others, especially if you're of service to others, then you gotta be there for yourself. No, that's true. Otherwise, you're not gonna be able to keep doing that. And that would destroy you more knowing that you couldn't offer what you, you, you're good at offering to others. <sighs> Dropping bombs. Dropping bombs. Afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you and I are both like very much providers in like every way possible. We just want to do what we can to help yeah. people and be of service to them in some way and be useful. And like, that's how I feel good about myself is yeah. when I do kind things for others and I don't expect anything in return. It just makes me yeah. feel good. So, but at the same time you can do it a little too much it's there's a term that we've used for ourselves a few times as spiritual doormat where you just kind of <laughs> you just take in other people's <laughs> gunk basically yeah and, yeah um pretty empathetic i think the both of us yeah well like i said if you ever feel like you don't know what it is you need to tap into or discuss just look at yourselves what you lack is what somebody else out there is lacking too yeah so if you focus on yourself and just keep bettering yourself Trust me, you're going to start attracting everything else that you need to and affecting that as necessary. So you do bring change about, but make sure that you are in every equation, because if you're not in every equation, you're doing it all for the wrong reason. Wow. Yeah. 
That's a good way to put so it. The thing yeah. is to always ask yourself, what am I going to get? And it's not, that's like I said, it's not selfish. It's selfless because you want to make sure it's making you grow too. Otherwise you're losing yourself in the process. Wow. No, well, now I feel better about that too. I yeah. feel better about a lot of yeah. things. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a good one to end on, you know, um, as far as our questions go. Was there anything that we did not discuss? I, I, we didn't go over all of our questions. So is there anything that we didn't discuss that, that you would like to share or, yeah. or want to go over? No, I'm going to save it for another time. Okay, perfect. Y- yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> We're going to make plans. Yes. <laughs> I, want, I want an episode on exorcisms because that's fascinating. Oh, man. That's just wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you've... Uh... <laughs> You've opened a door now and you're, we're going to be asking you back for sure. Pandora's box. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But a good one. But a That'd good be a good title. Yeah. Pandora's box. Opening Pandora's box. With Chris. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love wow. it. Yeah. This is awesome. I think that's been, I mean, this is longer than most of our other episodes. It's going to be a special one. We've already decided. Oh um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So this is going to not be a regular episode. It's going to be released on Halloween. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. As long as that's cool with you. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So, yeah. I enjoyed this. It was just like, I mean, it seems like it was very short, but it's not. It's, but that's what no, happens when you're having fun. And everything, it goes by so fast. Yeah, it does. That's how our episodes usually go. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they drag on. Because that's what I was like. Oh, is this a slumber party? Because <laughs> we could be going on. I know. Oh, yeah. You should see when we go to our spiritual retreats. Sometimes we're like, it's like three to four in the morning. We're like, we need to go to bed. We're yeah, like, then you put, you're so overtired. Yeah, everything's funny. And- but no, but it's so, but here's the thing. When you are really into something and it, it's, it's uplifting to you, yeah. you never lose. You go to sleep and you will still wake up when you need to. And you will be, feel rejuvenated. Wow. Because it's like a form of meditation. Because I tell people, when you meditate, if you, oh, somebody's coming through. Look at that. Okay. So, <laughs> look at that. Wow. That is, okay. So <laughs> that's interesting. It's just like, a, woo, that was just came through really strong. So now I even lost my thigh frame of thought. <laughs> no, but I mean, like when you are focused on something and you're like, so you, you lose, like I said, lose track of time. But yeah, it, it's, but it, it makes you realize, you know, like I tell people one, one true hour of deep meditation is equivalent to six hours of body rest. So you can trick when you, cause I had to do that in the military. I used to stand 12 hour watches Yeah, and then I'd be off for 12 hours. And then I have to come back and do a 12, 12 hour. Oh, watch. wow. But so here it's like where you have to, you train yourself to, like I said here, to tr- your trick your body. Like I said here, your, your body does it. Cause we never really sleep. We're always just in a different state of consciousness. Yeah. And so when you trick your body and telling it, Oh, that one hour was really six hours of sleep. Just like this, you know, you're like, oh, that felt like 20 minutes, but it was an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. Well, because remember, in the 3D world, time exists, but in any other, there isn't. There's no time. That, brings that, up was, my, that was my argument for God always, was yeah. that God exists outside time. That's why there is no I'll have a joke time. for you for that. <gasps> Here, this will make you understand, Heather. So one day man went to God and said, God, because um, a million years must be like a second to you. So a million dollars must be like a penny to you. May I have a penny? God said, in a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's fantastic. I, I love, love that. It. <laughs> that's 
good. That is awesome. What a sick burn. (laughs) (laughs) No pun intended. It's very interesting that you say someone's trying to come through because my mother is trying to call right now. (laughs) I was was just like, somebody's trying to, I was like, who's coming trying to come through? It's like, coming mine too. It's like, put your phone off. Yeah, I'm going to text her and tell her I'll call her. That's like, just like, yeah, why is your phone off? Why are you not connected? What are you doing there? Is that really an interview? <laughs> oh, honey, I should take a picture of that. What do you think we were doing? Oh, there it goes. It's already gone. Oh, call, miss, oh geez. Ding, 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 ding. It's, 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 it's like, oh. All kinds of sounds. Yes, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, Jesse and I, we went to bed at 4 a.m. Um, because we were researching like equipment and ordering things and doing stuff with this, but we had all kinds of energy and we were awake. And then I was like, I have to go to bed by three 30, but that was half an hour ago. So I'm going to go now. And I think I only got three hours of sleep. I feel amazing. Yep. And that's, and that's like I said here, it, what it is, is like I said here, you, you reach a point of euphoria. Yeah. And so it, re- it releases that adrenaline. Yeah. Say, yeah. So the DMT and that, just like I said, is like, woof, energy are wide awake. We had nights like that. Yeah. yeah. We are just like, time doesn't exist anymore. And you're just kind of focused, hyper-focused on something. And the night the podcast was born. Yeah. We were up quite late and quite drunk. Yes. <laughs> there was lots of Nordic music and it was yes. snowing. Yeah. So are you guys, have you guys looked into the, um, uh, like the Peruvian retreats or Costa Rican retreats, no. or the ayahuasca. Yeah. <gasps> oh. I've heard of that, but we have not looked into it. So no, I'm working on that because I'm working towards doing shamanism. And so, because at some point now that they're allowing pot, they're going to allow ayahuasca to come here. Really? So I want to become a shaman to be able to be the one to, uh, because it needs to be somebody that knows what they're doing. Absolutely. Because if you're going to bring you into that, it's just like doing a, a, a what's it called? The, um, Native Americans, the uh, um, peyote. Yeah, but they're doing yes. in the what's it called in the oh, jeez, the, uh, uh, oh, the sweat lodge. Yes, yes, yeah. You have to have somebody that bring take and bring you out of it because you could lose yourself. Yeah, that. I've heard horror stories. That's yeah. what sounds so scary to me, but at the same time, I'm very fascinated by it. Also, yeah. I hear you get very sick using yep, that's the ayahuasca. You, yeah. what you're releasing the things you need to release. So it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Just like some people, when they do pot, they makes, it makes, causes them to throw up or something yeah. because they're purge. It's purge, purging. Interesting. It's like, oh. it's a way of your body releasing the energy it needs to. So it has to do it in a physical yeah. form. So that's a good way. Just like when I tell people releasing, like throwing a stone, giving yeah. it to a stone and throw it, it's a way of release. You need to do a physical form of it because you're living in a 3D world. Yeah. So you need to have a physical aspect of it. That's all. Yeah. Well, let us know when you do that. Well, you can, you can be our shaman. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's going to be sometime, but I mean, I'd like to like discuss it and, and put it out there because yeah. I, I, I want to put together a, a group to go either to the one in Costa Rica or the one in, in Peru that goes up to the top of the mountain. Yeah. Is, and it, cause I seen the one where they had the, the girl from um, the seventies show, the, the, the brunette Mia, girl. Mia Kunis? Y- yes. Yes. She went to it and she said it was the best experience I love every day. Yeah, she, me too. Yeah, she showed her there and she was just crying and wow. everything. And she's like, she was like, I, she goes, I have a whole new understanding of life. And, yeah. And, and See, she was very, she had a lot of problems, especially having her relationship with, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Ashton. Yeah. 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 
So oh, she, really? That was a yeah. It was a huge purging for her of, of everything, and she was just like totally different person. Wow. Yeah, I've always been really fascinated by attending or experiencing some type of event that will cause an awakening of some kind in yeah. me. So the drum circle is a form. Um, I do meditation circles. I do also uh, sound healing circles where we sit and we do the the singing bowls. And, and yes. that. we should do that then. I'll, I'll organize that and we sit in because that will just like prep you up for those major ones that you want to do. But yeah. sometimes it's just, you just need to be in it and to understand it. And then you can do it on your own. I would love that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm all for, um, you know, safely opening, opening channels. Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah. that's, that's important. Yeah. Knowing and having somebody there that's guiding it. Absolutely. Open channels, not portals. Seriously. <laughs> like, that's the lesson here. <laughs> so have you ever been to any of this, any the spiritual awakening places like Lilydale in New York? That's all psychics and mediums. No. No. Sedona, that's where all the portals are. That's the big one yeah, that that's I That's a good about. one. If you go there, go to all the portals. They have male, female, and then they have the, the uh both, the duality one. Oh. So you want to experience all that by going there and feeling that it helps you understand the vibration. Wow. Like I said, if you're in it, then you understand it. Then you'll like, oh, now you can recognize it. Yeah. So once you're introduced to it, then you understand. it. Okay. That's fascinating. That's where you guys are. Like I said, you know, but you don't understand. Yeah. And the only way you understand is by going and doing and doing it. yeah <laughs> we gotta add to our road trip plans <laughs> seriously they're expanding well yeah I'm, well, I'm planning to plan a group to go to sedona and do that yeah. so yeah i'll let you guys definitely know. do yeah and then i'll look into your guys then because we i've never been to salem and i want to try that it's a blast definitely definitely it's let fun. us know yeah it's a lot of fun we're actually meeting another <laughs> Maybe the podcast spirits girl. there will be all afraid of me because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me like the dose well you know it's so I think the thing that I have a hard time with is when it's places like that and they feed off of it for income, but mm, it's like I yes. said, is it really helping it? Or is it, because yeah. I mean, when I would want to cross those people. For, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, there's definitely a time like, where I wonder how much yeah. is like Tulpa esque almost where yeah. we're, we're feeding something and it's not that, really what it originally it, was. was. Yeah. It's, it's not healthy for, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not, uh, What's it? Energy. It's not healthy on an energetic level. Yeah. So to, just like to me, it's like if I ever went to Gettysburg, I'd be crossing those people. Over. Yeah. <laughs> but then people were like, and you no, we want to see that. Go. They, yeah. they want to see that. I'm like, you would be busy. Yeah. I would, that, yeah. That was like, ooh, that would be overwhelming. Yeah. I always wanted to go to Gettysburg. And, but, uh. but the, the thing is, too, is you have to be careful. You have to know what you're doing and getting involved with because you can have attachments. Yeah. Bring it home with you. They're going to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I do not want that. <laughs> there ain't no yellow brick road here. No. <laughs> don't, <nope. laughs> don't darken my doorstep. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yep. Chris, oh, you're an absolute delight. Yes. Who are you guys? Yes. Thank you for having me. Oh, we yeah. definitely want to have you back. Thank you so much for being our first guest. It's going to be hard to uh, find someone you're equal for our next guest. <laughs> I don't know. You might have to be our second guest too. <laughs> That's fine. I'll come back. Let me know what we want to discuss. And yeah. Yeah. Chris Byrne, the redux. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that idea. Yeah. So what now? Um, 
Well, um, be sure to follow all of our <laughs> socials um, after we talk so much smack about <laughs> technology and social media. Sorry. We're at Devil's Dirt Star on all of our platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Threads, YouTube. Oh, I think that's it. Um, Facebook. So just <laughs> at Devil's Dirt Star. If you, it's all of our links are on our website as well, which is devilsdirtstar.com. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe, leave us a review because we're small and young still. Um, and preferably you leave us a good one. So far, we're all, we all have good ones and we want to keep it that way. Um, and yeah, be sure to check out uh, Chris. We will uh, leave tags for all of his stuff if you want to give a shout out to it. But we'll give tags to all of it in our description. Um, I don't know if there's any specific handles that you want people to look for or where to find you. Oh, uh, I'm mostly on Facebook. Um, I'm still working on my my uh, website. So, but it, it is under upheldpsychic.com. Uh, uh, but on uh, Facebook, you can look me up as uh, Chris Byrne, uh, Psychic Intuitive Medium, or just under me, Christopher Byrne, and you'll, you'll get all my information and it'll, it'll direct you to everything. Uh, please look at my daily inspirations. I also do the weekly readings to uh, help everybody understand. And I talk about the astrology and numerology of what's going on and how it affects you. So to help you out. Awesome. If you're looking for a reading, I highly recommend this guy. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, it's, if you're looking for some spicy therapy, you're going to feel better. (laughs) (laughs) And I have gummies. (laughs) White gummies. Oh, I love it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess uh, that's all. And uh, stay dirty. Yeah. Stay dirty. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Forward to the next time. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Later, dirtlings. <laughs> Many blessings to everybody. Oh, that was really sweet. That was good. <laughs> He's got a good sign off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>